What's up, everybody? This is Carrick with ACG, and I'm here with Johnny and Reg for the Just the Tip podcast number 100, and I think we're in the 40s, 50s, 60s, right. or 200s. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Thank you, everybody, for uh, sharing the wealth with us and showing up. If you see some slight differences in the stream, that's just me messing around on the back end, trying to get some stuff set up for some things that I'll be announcing. Oh, speaking of that, big thanks to Abzi, though technically he's on the payroll now. But uh, he's been helping me with a bunch of stuff in the back end, technically, and stuff like that. He, uh, huge help um, when it comes to, you know, getting some things situated. And uh, I've been looking at, like, oh, I'll do an editor or something like that. And I, I just don't think anybody can edit with the sheer random chaos and stupidity that I can. It's hard to, it's hard to fail downwards uh, any more than my videos and my editing. So I don't think I'll pay somebody to edit. That would be sort of dumb. But I have been working with him on a bunch of stuff, trying to get some tech stuff, uh, and he's really been helpful. It's been really nice. And he's been around for five years. He was one of the first. He was like these guys. So big thanks to him, as always. What have you guys been playing? Go first. Red, you, you hit us first. All right. I've been playing The Life and Suffering of Sir Brand. So let's Sounds go like with a, a silver, silver game. replacement. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. it did. When I saw the name, that's what I actually thought was. Oh, silver's playing this. Go ahead. Uh, that's that's the that um, choose your own adventure style game that I talked about like a couple weeks or months ago. That was mm -hmm. only out as a demo. Now the full version released. So I've been continuing that. Uh, it is a choose your own adventure book, basically, just as a video game package. So that's been good. Good. And I've been playing a little bit more of Persona 5 Strikers and Loop Hero. And that's pretty much it. Gotcha. What about you, Johnny? Okay, so I've hit a lot of things this week. I, I continue to do like Neo 2 Endgame, which has been a lot of fun. And I've played Horizon Zero Dawn on PC for uh, a few hours, something like 10 hours this week. And I've started playing Bioshock 1 for the first time as well. So I'm doing this program where I'm trying to hit some older games that I missed. Actually, quite a few PC games that I missed from back in the day. Very cool. Thank you very much for subscribing, uh, Natable Ross. Uh, got Oh, somebody here says, got Werewolf through Gamefly, enjoying it. You know what? Reg played that and he bought it yep. and he actually enjoyed it. So, yep. And by the way, I posted on Twitter the sales. Werewolf is at 13 in the United States for sales. And I know some people are like, oh, there weren't a lot of games. That's sort of been disproven that, you know, other games will creep up if there's not a lot of games. They'll creep up. 13 is pretty high for Werewolf, guys. Honestly. I mean, I, as much as I wanted that game to succeed, that's pretty damn high. Also, all the Ubisoft games are there. Every single one was there. I was just like, dude, those guys, man. If they may not sell, you know, right away for some of their titles, but then they you know, spin back around and suddenly you see Ubisoft in the top 10 for like the last, you know, six months. Uh, for me, I've been playing Loop Hero, which is awesome. We'll talk about that. Loop Hero is a game that, whoa, that's a big spider. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, I thought a bird was in the bedroom. Jesus. Anyway, uh, Loop Hero. Yeah, I've been playing, uh, I've been having a really good time. Uh, Abzi and I jumped into No Man's Sky. So that that's the first thing I want to talk about today is space games because um, some weird stuff came up in my mind when we were playing that. And uh, all safe, all safe for work. But we can talk about mm. those. I want to say thanks to everybody who goes out there and reviews us on Spotify and iTunes. A huge help 
we have uh, well over, I think we have well over 200 reviews, but if not, we need to get to like a thousand. So go there, review us. I definitely appreciate it. It really does help the channel metrics. I notice whenever anybody reviews, we shoot back up. So I wanna talk about space games. So we've all done Elite, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And we've all done the X yep. games, I believe, at least yep. to a point. Uh, what are other triple type of games? Flying, landing, shooting. Uh, uh, is there No Man's Sky? Uh, well, Wars. Galaxy the, Outlaw. The Wing Commander, the good. old one. What What did you say, Johnny? Galaxy Outlaw. Rebel something. Yes, Galaxy Outlaw. Um, is excellent music and like... So, so we can... Star Citizen in the future, so we can stick at those. So this is so weird, man. I was playing No Man's... So I don't know how it came up, but it, it came up in a random discussion. And um, I wanted a laid-back game. And Abzi and I needed to talk about business anyway. So I was like... And we've done that before in like Red Dead. We're both on the back of the same horse. So, oh, don't mention Universal Combat. Come on, bro. Come on. Derek Smart's game. So anyway, we, we jump into No Man's Sky and we start playing. First of all, the tutorial still pretty bad because mm. you always get a shit planet. I don't know if that's on purpose, but I reset that game like six times. Abzi reset it three or four times. Every planet was like acid, burns your lungs, on fire, <laughs> and somehow cold, and has attacking creatures. And you're just like, yep. seriously? Yep, sounds about right. However, once I got, once we really started dialing in on the tutorial, it was cool because Abzi had not played it past getting his ship because it just burned him out by the time getting the ship. He was just burned out. He was like, I'm just already done. And that did happen a little bit with us, but we jumped in and you could hear his excitement through the entire thing. And one of the things he pointed out is that when you get into a game like this, it's been around for so long, it consistently gives you new stuff forever. Now we will bitch because we've been playing it. And then new stuff will come and maybe you have to get to the end to get it or something like that. But a newcomer, other than that starting, if you don't focus on, let's say, a particular thing, a particular upgrade, that game just consistently gives you new stuff. Like he was like, oh my God, there's a new language to learn. Oh my God, I can hire somebody for, you know, my my station that I'm building. Oh my God, I can buy a new ship and you can just walk up to people. Oh, and you can also sell them stuff. And pretty soon it was this thing where we were just sitting back and, and just shooting and mining for hours and talking about Boston legal. We were like, yeah, man. So anyway, you know, just like real, like it sounds weird, but just like two people working on a, cause I've, I've logged before. And sometimes, you know, in the downtime, you're like, so anyway, what show did you watch or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, however, guys, as a fan of elite, I gotta tell you, even with elites improvements, it doesn't get you started, nor does it keep you going like no man's sky. I firmly am enjoying No Man's Sky more than Elite now. It's just, there's more to do. It's it's a bit less simmy, and yet it has more. There's almost no reason for me to go back into Elite right now until the Odyssey update. And I was just wondering if you guys, like, did you guys feel that with No Man's Sky? I know you guys have had issues with where the content is, but yeah. do you still find yourself, like, is that a game you're going to gravitate to? Or, I mean, do you like do you like what's being offered? Maybe we're just yeah. in a honeymoon zone. So go ahead, either one of you. Reg, what do you got? Okay, <laughs> sure. Then, then I'll start off. Uh, the last time we tried, uh, I did try with Johnny like a couple months ago. 
we had the issue of uh, well, starting a new game, trying to get to the new content, but yeah. basically being stuck at replaying what we already had done. And okay. it was kind of sickening. <laughs> I had already played enough of that game. I had done the whole round trip once. Mm-hmm. And I really just wanted to get to the new stuff. And at least back right. then, there was a lot of time and grind involved in between those two things of what you already know and of what all the shiny new stuff is supposed to be. Yeah. So I never actually got there. Generally speaking, I think uh, No Man's Sky does give you more tidbits to keep you going. Like they, they have the NPCs that give you little quests. They, they send you off to planets to explore. They do all kinds of stuff to keep you engaged and keep doing stuff. While uh, something like Elite is much more open form sandbox. It's more mm-hmm. like an X where you set your own goals. You want to yeah. buy the biggest freighter so you get to grinding or whatever it is. Do you think... I mean, overall, when you're playing No Man's Sky, though, is there anything No Man's Sky doesn't do that you would that that you would go to Elite for, Rich? Does that make sense? Is there anything that, like, when you're playing No Man's Sky, you're like, boy, I, I missed this in Elite. I wish it was here. Because that's what I'm feeling with No Man's Sky. It has pretty much what I want. Right. I think the flying is more enjoyable in Elite. Mm. Mm. Yeah, less arcadey for sure. I get that. But that's pretty much it. I get that. Maybe more varied too, right? Because tons more weapons it's, and the stuff. Fly, flying is more interesting in the leads, uh, like yeah. jumping to those big stars and seeing them right up in your face every time. Yeah. That's also pretty, leaves a pretty good impression. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you, Johnny? Yeah, the scale in Elite is incredible, especially if you do VR, obviously. But there's, there's this feeling of um, dread and excitement when... For example, when you land on on the moon, which now you can do in Horizons, well, for a long time now, uh, you know, it really feels like you're entering, it's not really a planet, it's a moon, but it's still like really impactful. Mm-hmm. Whereas in No Man's Sky, it's so quick. It's so like in and out, boom, you're into the planet, you're out of the planet. That's both good and bad because... You know, it's good because you can get to see a lot of different planets. Each planet is really cool and unique. You see a lot of different stuff and you get it quickly. But it for somehow Elite fe- feels a little bit more like each little thing, like a bit more like special in some way. But I really like No Man's Sky. My real problem and the reason I didn't continue, honestly, is that Reg lost interest. So, right, because, right. and that's not, you know, I'm not like right. guilt tripping or anything, but it's not a game I want to play alone because the tutorial takes a, a lot of time to do alone because you have to like get a lot of resources and stuff. Whereas if you're playing with a friend, like, you know, you, you're playing with Abzi, you guys can pull resources and do the tutorial stuff a lot faster and get to the cool tech, right? To the cool shit a lot faster. So really, that's my problem. I just don't don't really have anyone that actually plays. Um, but you would play Elite by yourself is what you're saying. Sometimes. I haven't in a long time. I think I am actually way more likely to play No Man's Sky if one of you guys uh, says like, hey, do you want to join us or something? I'm way more likely to play that than I would to just like jump into Elite these days, to be honest. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. So I get you. I think it is faster to jump and, and go into planets, and so therefore a little bit of the pomp and circumstance is removed. However, I don't find any reason to land on planets in Elite. So they're there, and they feel like planets, but then when you land, you're like, or moons, sorry. But you land, and you're all, yeah. all right. Okay. No, I agree with you. The missions so, give you a framework of what to do, yeah, yeah. but you really have to craft your own like narrative of what you're doing to make it meaningful. Which is always just exploring dead places. Yes. So that'll be what's interesting here with this big update for Odyssey, which, right, it's called Odyssey, I believe? It is, yeah. yeah. It looks good. It looks good. But yeah, with No Man's Sky, at least so far, what I've been, I mean, what I've been enjoying is just... So I would agree I might not play it. It depends. Like, I think Abzi, I don't know how much he's played because we've been working on business stuff, but um, he mined one time by himself because he wanted to get a gun or something like that. So I could see doing that. I don't think I'd explore too much by myself. It is definitely a friend game. And if you played with a friend and then you they're gone, it is a lonely ass. All space games yeah. are lonely. But that one more so because now you can just jump in so easily. Remember, when I first started this game, there was no multiplayer. So it was a different thought process. Now that thought process has sort of changed. But uh, I don't know, man. I've been, I've been having such a blast with it. And it's so weird. You'll get inside and I will just watch ships land for like two hours trying to find the ship with the exact coloring I want. The exact like <laughs> fucked up one wing. Because I'm, I'm uh -huh. a person who wants to fly a ship that looks like it shouldn't fly. You're all, why would anybody put a ship together like that? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so we'll just sit there and then you go and you're like run over and they're all, you know, five million. And you're like, oh my God, seriously? And then after you're done freaking out because it costs a bunch, you jump in your ship and you go mine. And to me, there's something about that game, especially recently, I think uh, because it's dead when it comes to big games to review and stuff like that, that's been so fun to like listen to a podcast Oh yeah. You don't you don't really have to listen to anything in any of these games, right? I mean, there's yeah. not a lot going on yeah. except for it'll tell you if a bad guy's attacking. So the rest of the time you're just sitting back listening to a podcast well, talking to friends. It'll tell you life support is falling while you're still at 75%. Yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's got really bad uh alerts, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. It'll stress you out. Matter of fact, if you listen to the alerts the way they're set up, you'll be like, "What? I'm dying?" and you'll look and be like, mm -hmm. nah, "I'm totally fine. It's just telling you it is falling." But it's like, yeah, I get it. It's you know? fine. Yeah. yeah. But I agree with you. I, I think it's really enjoyable to just spend time there. And I love the aesthetics of everything. All the, you know, the materials and stuff. They, they look like compelling to me. Yeah. Yeah. So far, it's just been, you know, as somebody who loves Elite and has played a lot of Star Citizen, more than my $40 or whatever. I yeah. think <laughs> I can't remember what I paid. More than my $40 worth of Star Citizen. Um, I'm absolutely think No Man's Sky. If if you haven't played it, it's free on Game Pass. It is a PC. Uh, which version of Game Pass? It's free on. Wait, mm. one of the Game Passes has it. I think X. Mm. Mm. I think mm. both of them, but I'm not sure. I, maybe both of them do have it. Mm. But anyway, so it's on. It's on Game Pass. Might be go check it out. It's well worth checking out. And uh, I gotta say. Yeah. You know, all these games have their negatives, but I have to say, after playing Elite for months, it feels like, and Star Citizen for yeah, it's months. Both, it's both game passes. Oh, okay. And X for months. I've played pretty much every game like this. 
I mean, at least so far, No Man's Sky offers a game where the others just most of the time don't. I like Elite yeah. and I like flying around. That's fun. But at least so far, especially with the new animals and raising animals, like we were already. And that's right away, by the way. they That's right away. Even a starting person, they just give you an alert saying you can now raise animals and and, and train them. And you can you can make stuff out of carbon to feed them. It's, it's lickety split on that one. Um, underwater cities, like it's crazy. It's just, it's crazy. That game has ballooned into something that is is nuts. So I would tell people yeah. to go check it out. I was watching people show pictures of that and what they were riding huge dinosaurs with guns on them. And I'm like, dude, this is this is my jam. This is exactly what I've always wanted. I think the By only the way, thing they don't, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I cut you off. Just quick question. Did you guys get a freighter? Nope, that's our next thing. There's two ways to get it. And I was talking to Reg about this. You can get it for free yeah. if you save them or you can go buy exactly. one. Exactly. So we, I, I haven't talked to him about it. I just told him about that. We're sort of, I, I'm sort of, I don't want to save up for a freighter. Oh, that's yeah. Ridiculous. So what I'll probably <laughs> do is save up for another ship. And if that, if a ship pops before the free freighter, I'll get that ship. Only and I'll chumps just keep doing pay that. for freighters. Yeah. Like I mean. I mean, and it's expensive. Yeah, exactly. It's expensive. I mean, that's a lot of money to pay. But on the other hand, dude, mining makes you some serious cash. Serious. So oh, yeah. we, we parked outside the starting base and just shot rocks and made like $2 million. And I was telling Abzi, I'm like, imagine if life was that easy. Imagine dude. if you could just walk outside and be like, all right, setting up a lemonade stand, $2 million, baby. Come buy my lemonade. But... Yeah, very fun. So if you guys get a chance, it's on Game Pass, apparently on both. You should check it out. Um, yeah. The amount of content is just, it's Dude, brutal. The freighter stuff is the coolest because not only can you park your ships, so you and Abzi uh, and, and myself and others can like meet up at your freighter, park our ships there, hang out. You can craft, so you can actually change the layout of your freighter. You can customize it, make new lobbies new rooms and stuff and and populate it in different ways and like do it all in co-op so it's dude there's just so easy. much there's so much it's 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 phenomenal so uh i got mine free and going around recruiting frigates for your fleet is very fun you're recruiting other frigates huh. interesting oh yeah elite is more hardcore for sure it's not oh, even yeah. there's not even a comparison yeah there's it's not Try even parking. in fact it's hardcore to find fun in elite and i love elite <laughs> and i still would never like elite is if you like to technically fly from one dark point in the universe to another and most of the time not have nothing happen that that's elite and i have no issue with that is there a lot of content yes it's got the most content by far in fact oh that was what we were talking about when i was younger a game like this would be top down right and you would never be able to do even you would never be able to leap into these deep systems. And now it's so weird that we're playing this game. It's so weird that you're playing a game that's this deep. I played like Star Control 2 and you had like eight races and a couple ships and you could land on a couple planets. That was it, you know, and it's like now just jump into a ship, get your friends, go to a fucking, you know, learn a new language. Games are getting so insanely in depth now. Star Citizen will be this way, I think, but it'll be so technically demanding. 8% of humanity will be able to run it, and that'll be mostly <laughs> Bitcoin miners. Well, not anymore, but in the past. Uh, let's see. Uh, I prefer handcrafted worlds with purpose. Yeah, unfortunately. 
There's almost no game with handcrafted worlds with purpose. That's actually what yeah. we we're getting at. That's one of the things people forget is that almost all these games are procedurally generated in some way and just don't have, you know, they just, they're not really, they're not really big. They're more like KOTOR, which is fine. I like KOTOR. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Privateer, man, that was old. That was very old. Subnautica, yep, we all like Subnautica, I think. Yeah, Subnautica has a crafted world, but it's only one world and yeah, pretty yeah. contained. Yeah, it has nothing compared to this in that, in that same way. Is Freelancer good? Is that the question? Yeah, Freelancer's good. Freelancer's also like 25 years old. Freelancer's so old that you have to like download one of those HUDs to make it look normal because the HUDs all, oh, all screwed up. What else do we got to talk about? Let's see. All right. So actually, we did come up with a bunch of stuff in the end. We did. Uh, let's do. Do you Loop want to Hero talk first. about? Lo I was gonna ask you, yeah, because yeah. you've been playing that and and everybody's talking about it. So yeah, I'll let you guys discuss your experiences with Loop Hero first. Reg, do you want to? Sure. So I've been playing a couple of hours of Loop Hero. Uh, yeah. Epsi was, I think, asking me also how I enjoyed it. And uh, it's, it's hard to describe because it's kind of a Zen game, but also not because um, most of, much of the action is happening on its own. Like it's a game you could, could potentially play while doing other stuff. Uh, the, uh, your character is running around in the loop on the map. Uh, a pixel art uh, game. Uh, that's where the name is coming from. That you're always on a randomly generated loop every time you leave your base. Uh, and you get little cards uh, that you then place around the map or you can place around the map, like adding new, uh, adding new monsters to your loop that you then fight to get more items or uh, adding mountains and forests to, to boost your stats, uh, stuff like that. Uh, you have your equipment screen where you can equip the stuff you picked up. And uh, by the end of, I'm not sure, 10 loops or something, uh, a boss monster spawns. And if you can defeat that boss monster, you keep all the stuff you have collected throughout your run. If you die during the boss monster, you only keep 30% of the stuff, uh, but you can also choose to retreat at any moment and you keep 60% of what you collected. So there's all, all kinds of trade-offs you can choose to, to partake in. Uh, the uh, items you collect, uh, the, the equipment items you collect, you lose. You you start every round with nothing or with a little bit if you have crafted the upgrade back in your base. Because you have a base, you can invest all your um, collected resources into. Uh, that's kind of the, the long-term goal of this roguelite format that it's going for. You can, uh, for example, invest into starting already with a full set of equipment, uh, or you can um, invest into more health regeneration every time you pass over your uh, base, stuff like that. Uh, overall, so far, I, I am enjoying it, uh, but it's not a really focused game. Like yeah. it, It's definitely something you can enjoy while doing other stuff while watching a show or whatever it is listening to a podcast what about you uh, johnny did you play it well i'm gonna employ your unimpressed face and <laughs> oh, be like gotcha. <laughs> that's that was like my reaction watching gameplay of it because everybody's talking of it so i watched a few videos of gameplay and i'm like i just 
I don't think I can, you know, because it's so gray. It's so like there's so much dead real estate on screen. And then the, the actual action is tiny. You have these tiny sprites, mm. pixelated sprites. I understand people like that kind of style. I rarely do. There are some games that get me, but that's actually like kind of a turn off for me in games. So I don't know if I can get past that. It does look like there's an interesting system there, but. No, I'd agree with you, dude. I got it. And I was like, uh, they, they asked me if I wanted to check it out and I was all honest. Truth is doesn't look like my thing, but I'll, I can check it out for a little bit and maybe talk about it in the podcast. Then I started playing it. I was like, First of all, this is not my type of game in multiple ways. The genre, this is like Progress Quest from 10, de 10 years ago, a decade ago, which is a clicker game that sort of plays itself. You don't, you, it can play itself, and then you look at it, and then you upgrade your guy if he drops some armor, and you go on. And then you also get um, new classes that you can unlock as you up as you as you get more stuff and you upgrade you can um you know go and craft and all this kind of thing but i would say visually it is a huge turnoff and that's one of the problems about the game is that when you first look at it including myself i looked at it i'm like it's just not for me you know just like a dungeon maker game is not game is not for me a lot of those games that like people make in dungeon maker the the program it's usually not gonna sell me and that's fine that's just that's th the way it is but I got to tell you, dude, it's hilarious when you're playing this game because you can go, you can just drop that metal middle finger at the, at the, <laughs> at the bonfire, right? You can just be like suckers and go one more time, but that could kill you. But then as you're getting cards, you can decide, I want to put a card down that helps me and then put another card down and then putting cards down. That's your memory because the hero has no memory of the world. So you're basically sort of drawing the world and rem remembering the world in your own way. But what's cool is some of the world content has combos of its own. So if you drop multiple mm -hmm. mountains, then you can spawn yeah, a bad guy in the mountains. Yeah. It's it's nuts. It's like and pretty soon you're dropping things and then you'll see a character talk to another monster and you'll be like, wait, what? What's happening? Because you dropped them near each other. And if you do that, something else can happen. It's there. And there's combos I haven't even found yet. I'm absolutely sure because I, I won't look. But uh, it, as Reg said, and as I think anybody who plays this game would say, first of all, I, I'll, I'll probably I'm, I'm probably going to do a, a, like a mini review of it. It is phenomenal. It is not a normal game. It is a clicker slash consistent playing on its own game. You can pause it, upgrade your guy, but you do not need to stare at it. So you can play, a, in fact, you can play two games. You could easily play that yeah. game. And another thing about this is I sort of liked letting it go for one round and seeing what would happen. Being like, okay, other than armor, I would put armor on, but I would just let it, I would just, it was just running. And you'd be watching your guy attacking people, blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, what do I need to do? But what's crazy is the day-night cycle separated from the bonfire. So the loop is for the bonfire. The day-night cycle is separate. And each day or night, all the items you drop, or many of them, adjust stats. So they'll be like, like if you've dropped this mountain, it'll heal your guy for three points at nighttime. Or, sorry, at dawn. And, dude, you're constantly like, wait. Okay, so what if I wait till right at the end? Like, so what happens is I was getting to the close to the end of the bonfire going, okay, I'm full health. I'm going to drop a bunch of bad guys and a bunch of uh, a bunch of healing stuff because I've got through this pretty well. 
pretty unscathed. Then the next time I wasn't. So I was like, okay, I got to make sure I don't drop a bunch of bad guys, but then I won't get a bunch of stuff. It's, there's a strategy in there that is so weird. And every person I've seen review it says the same thing. They're like, it is not what it appears to be, but what it appears to be is not an expected genre hidden within a normal one. It's something a little bit askew. And it's not like mind-blowing. I don't, I don't have my pinky up. I'm not sitting here talking about painting with your own fucking blood like some emo. I'm just saying it's it's got a lot of cool stuff going for it in that type of game. And if you're hearing me talk about a game that looks like this and is this type of game, just saying, this is not my thing usually. But very good. You should definitely check it out if you get a chance. And hey, you can always return it on Steam after, what, two hours? Which, yep. by that point, you've already played what 15 20 loops so you can see if you've liked if you like the game but i could see the really cool dlc coming for this too very because oh by the way the characters holy shit they're totally different than one another sorry so you start out as a warrior i don't want to sp you start out as a warrior when you unlock other character classes they they play absolutely different than the starting character in all ways it's that's that's really a mind-altering moment when you you know how how many games it, like if you play D and D anybody playing D and D knows what I'm talking about but you have a warrior who hits with strength right be like you got to raise your strength stat and then you have a dexterity guy who's like a rogue but they sort of make a skill almost in every role-playing game that allows you to replace your dexterity with strength and so now everybody can hit the same way and you're like yeah but that's sort of you know then why why would we you know why are we all sort of the same in this game not like that completely changes the way you play. You have to completely adjust the parameters in which you play. So, Anyway, Loop Hero, it's awesome. Is it perfect for mobile? No. I think it could be good for mobile, but I wouldn't want to play this on a small screen, strangely enough, um, because I might... I wonder if you don't look at it on a mobile screen if it pauses. It probably wouldn't. Do you see what I'm saying? Because like some of oh, my like games, leave it running or something. Yeah, some of my games, if I go to a browser, the game will for, pause. It'll oh, be like, right. And I'm just wondering how that works versus Windows, where I can just be like, you know, what's up, Plague Souls? Switch, please. Yeah, yeah, Switch, please. So, yeah, so I, uh, yeah, I think the one time I left it for almost 45 minutes and let it just go on its own, it was awesome. Came back, he was dead, of course. But he had he had gone a long time. He'd gone a long time. It was, it's fun. You can play it any way you want. Uh, let's see. What's up, Swamp Donkey? Kind of like Dwarf Fortress. That would be up to Reg. He's played that. Reg and Johnny played no, Dwarf I've Fortress. No, I have not played Dwarf Fortress. I apologize. I thought they had played Dwarf Fortress. So I, we can't tell you. That's a secret. You have to go find that That's out. That's a secret. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's talk about older games. Let's talk about Bioshock. So Johnny is playing Bioshock for the first time. What do you think? And do you want me to spoil the ending, Johnny? I'm just teasing. No, Nobody spoil the ending. Uh, but yeah, man, I was a bit hesitant at first because I think I'm in some ways quite spoiled with some of the like quality of life stuff of newer games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was really afraid that it's, it was going to be a rough experience for me. But so far, no, man, it holds up. And because it doesn't really have any like baked in cutscenes, it looks great, right? Because it runs on engine and yeah, stuff looks pretty dope. It's smooth. The only thing that gets me, man, is, well, a couple things <clears throat> that uh, trying to like gather my thoughts because there are a few things that actually bother me. For example, there's no sprint. So my pinky 
is always on the on the shift oh, key from sure. other games muscle memory and yeah. when i panic when you know i'm getting shot at i always press shift right and the problem is that that opens up a whole menu instead of like sprinting right it opens a menu where you can switch your powers or weapons and stuff so anyways that's just kind of annoying but i'm getting past it that's a, a me problem not a game problem um w what kind of annoys me a little bit is how you can't change your powers so the plasmids that you have equipped unless you're at the gene place right so there's one spot in the map you go to and you can like rejiggle what powers you have equipped well the reality is sometimes you need different powers to like get past a door or kill a particular enemy and the fact that i kind of have to like tread my steps back to the gene uh machine and get it you know i would want to be able to do that on the go basically right. so it feels a little clunky to have to backtrack but i kind of get why they why they do that and the other thing is no autosave uh which really got me I, I because they have these vita chambers so if you die it respawns you in those vita chambers it doesn't actually save your game which i assumed it did so my game crashes at one point crashes the desktop and Ouch. when i open it back again i realize oh shit it doesn't save so mm. i lost easily like an hour of progress mm. yeah that's a because shooter. again that's like a me problem right i'm just bitching but it does it goes to show how you know maybe that wasn't commonplace i guess back in i think 2007 when this came yeah. out what do you think of the shooting and the, the mixture of plasmids with the guns yeah it's interesting because you can't actually like look down the sights right yeah. so it's much more like aim in the general vicinity and hope it's like for a the western best. you know movie very it's much like you're, from you're shooting hit. from yeah. yeah so what i do is i stun them first and mm -hmm. then I shoot, right? right. So th that works fine. I, I mean, it, it's really kind of magical in the setting because the whole thing with, you know, Ryan, the founder or whatever, yeah. and the little tidbits you get, the ambientation with the setting, everything is like brass and grandiose. Uh, it's so well done that it just, you know, it, yeah, it, it's kind of a magical little thing they created. I think. Are you gonna go to two, three, and or infinite or two and infinite? Then I think that will that really depend. I, I I reserve my judgment on that. So far, I would say yes, because it plays really well. It's fluid, and I can yeah. just you know actually advance pretty quickly in the game. So I, I don't think it will take me very long to to beat. So yeah, yeah. I would say so. Two is sort of the forgotten one. It's a little like Batman Origins, where a lot of people think two is the best, and then a lot of people don't like it because it wasn't made in the same way and by the same people. But I would say if you like one, you'll like the rest. I personally find three to be both the most enjoyable and the most like soft in how it plays just because um, it has advanced. But you were talking about saves, dude. I was playing Thief one time. And there's a fucking long wooden thing and I was on it and I fell off and hit auto save. So let me oh. tell you, sometimes manual saves also pretty shitty. I manual saved and I loaded it. And our fr my friend Mike was here. Uh, well, at my old place and he we both saw it happen and I hit it and we both did that. And then I reloaded it and it fell, reloaded, fell. And we were like, oh, my God, uh, what do we do? I don't even remember what we did. I think I returned to it later i think i actually put it down because i was so stressed but 
Well, that's cool you're playing it. Reg, have you done all these? You've done all three, haven't you? Yes, I have. All of them. Yeah, I mean, they're just they're just overall really solid games. And they have a really interesting story. Whether you like the Indian or not, that's a little bit like, you know, it's the difference between, like, Star Wars, the new movies, where they're just shit all the way through. The cool thing about the Bioshock games is they're good, and then people have some issues with some of the endings. But I think that you've still got through it, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, now that I think about it, Mass Effect 3's ending was so bad. It ruined the good parts, but you get my drift. I think you'll like yeah. it, man. I'm ex I'm excited to see what you think of uh, of it overall and the powers and the the new enemies. What do you think of the enemies? What do you think? Like, what do you think of the world, Dude, the theme, the water? I the finally understand daddies. the Big Daddy reference. Gotcha. Because it, I've seen like in Dota 2, there's a skin you could play as the Big Daddy, and I, but I didn't know what it was. It, mm. It's so. I don't know, man. It's almost like I don't know if it would fly today a game like this because you, you know, uh, I, I don't want to get into details just in case people haven't played it. But there's, you know, little little girls that walk around the levels with this yeah. kind of big daddy uh, thing, and you can choose whether to save them or basically consume them for <laughs> for energy, right? For resources. Like the way you grab them and like kind of slap them around just seems so. <laughs> so uh, one thing I'm worried about, honestly, uh, you know, is the like, I get it that you want to make sure people are, are safe and protected and stuff like that in the world. I actually do. I no issues with that. But I do worry that like horror movies, which are and games, which are the basis of those fears, will then be neglected because people will have an issue that they're just being made just yeah. that they're there and it's it, and that you're suddenly bad if you are making a bioshock which by the way when like yeah there's some gnarly stuff it, it, i mean it looks pretty gnarly and to me it, it's children obviously like we've seen games not let you kill kids yeah that's a i think that's fairly them. normal yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but so so I get that some people won't find it a stretch, but I, I do worry about that. Some uh, Clive Barker's Undying, one of my favorite scare, scary games of all time. I sometimes wonder if they're going to have to sort of adjust the way they do their horror just because the world currently is like we're against anyone having anything bad done to them, which I agree in real life, but I don't agree with in your video games or your movies right. as long as it's not like, well, smut smut films are really killing somebody but i mean you know as long as it's you know grindhouse i know some people like those yeah. kind of films but yeah it's a longer discussion but i would i hope you're wrong i don't think you said that that it was for sure but i hope that you're wrong and i'm wrong in our worry and that we can see games like that with some scary stuff yeah continually. yeah um yeah man i wonder where they're going with that i haven't heard anything i don't i, I think that's done man i haven't heard a single word about like well anything yeah. about a, a new one. I think Ken Levine's working on his own stuff completely on the side. So, uh, Let's see what else we got. Marvel Avengers decreasing XP rate on March 18th. This was from Reg. Yep. That was just something I, I read as the headline. <laughs> because from what I remember, the XP rate and the, the rate you, you unlocked stuff in at was already dreadfully slow. Uh, and now they're dropping it further. It's going free to play. Mark my words. Go free to play. They'll they'll have ten percent, you know, XP gains and all that kind of stuff. I I thought it was pretty slow myself day one. So yeah, yeah, that's sort of a shitter. Wonder why 
they probably won't give a reason. But yeah, that's uh, yeah that that game's. It, oh well, they they gave an official re reason, which was, was I it? think. Uh, we don't want to uh, overload players with the amount of new skills they're getting, so we're slowing it down. <laughs> well, that's a disaster decision because one of the key problems was that it actually took you a very long time to to get all the cool stuff that makes the characters pop. Like Captain America only gets really good when you get all the shit and you have all the skills and stuff. It's an awesome character to play, but early on you got two moves. Dude, it's like teaching sex ed to somebody with seven kids. The fuck? You're, you're <laughs> past the point. What the fuck? That is the dumbest explanation I've ever heard. That oh, yeah. explanation makes no people sense. get away with shit because that PR, people don't call them on the PR. That is absolute bull. It doesn't actually make sense from, dude, I bet you if somebody was really good at numbers and research better than me, they could research this and prove there are multiple studies out there that would prove that that just makes no sense at all. It makes no sense. It makes no sense that that's already come and gone. That that curve of impact would have been day one for reviewers and current buyers, not the people who are piddling it and buying it. It's not even on the top 20 games. Guess what is werewolf fucks. Werewolf is number 13. Where's Avengers? Actually, it might be on there. I don't know. I just might have blocked it out. But if Avengers is on that, I don't give a fuck. That's a bad idea. It's completely stupid. And I will challenge anybody to come on the podcast and try to tell me that that is actually a legitimate claim. There we go. It is not. From their official blog. So it is their own words on their own website. <laughs> Uh, they said, the current XP curve isn't really a curve at all. In most RPGs, the amount of XP you need to level up increases as you gain levels in a curve. But our system is a straight line. This has led to pacing issues such as skill points currently being rewarded too fast, which may be confusing and overwhelming to newer players. Hang on. Preparing the lashings. What's this happening now? <laughs> just, just making my thoughts known on Twitterverse. Right. I didn't see that. I ignored it, and uh, now they can fuck off, man. They, that's a complete and utter lie. And I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that these companies are gonna get away. I mean, they might get away with it for a lot of people. Um, but also their explanation of a curve. Many games don't have a curve. By the way that game's curve if you want to call it that which i think what they're saying is that games that you play the more you play the more xp is required by the way most gamers hate most gamers hate when they get to level 10 and suddenly it's twenty thousand to go up yep. you we hate that we hate that so they're reasoning either they're ignorant and they don't even know what people like or they're liars there's no there's no yeah whatever that's depressing that's depressing because they think that you're going to, and most people accept it, but they think that smart people are dumb. And I don't know how we got here, man. I don't know how we got here, but suddenly everybody's an oil sale, like a snake oil salesman, right? Somehow somebody's... Well, also, I love, I love that same paragraph, the last sentence, which says, if you have a character which isn't level 50 and you want to speak up, speed up their progress, take this time to do so before the update on March 18th. <laughs> 
So we're slowing it down officially to make it more understandable for players. But if you don't want to be affected, do it not right now. <laughs> yeah. Starting to that itch makes like no a sense. Fiend. It makes it doesn't and we're not all gonna agree. And I've had people in Discord leave, you know, blah blah blah. But there's some there's some things I will let go because I'll be like, you know, is that the war you want to fight? Is that really where you want to put your, you know, like wording on something? I'll be like, are we really, you know, when somebody says, oh, my God, I'm stressed or, oh, my God, I'm in fear. This game will have this. And I'm like, seriously, fear. But what I fear. A true fear is that those those particular game companies believe and have gotten away with treating people dumb. That bothers me because then that will become the status quo. And it, it probably already has. You know, that's one thing. Have you ever noticed it? Like, you'll, you'll hear it a lot of times with a bad relationship. Somebody will be in it and they don't want to look at it because they're like, hey, this is the status quo, right? Just want to yeah. get through life. They're grinding their levels in life until they die. You know, that's not life to me. And I don't think it's life letting this shit continually happen. And I also don't think it's life doing a clickbait video, by the way. That's why a lot of people be like, why don't you do? Because there's tons of YouTubers who'll be like, this is the most in the fucking red text on a white background. You know, the very typical vomit that everybody regurgitates onto YouTube. But some stuff, man. Like, that's embarrassing. That's embar That's like take two. Let's talk about take two. Take two had the audacity. This fuck shit had the audacity to actually state. He stated it in a fucking discussion that we believe gamers are ready for $70 games. And I'm like, the number of errors in that one sentence and the weird hypocrisy of even stating that there was a time when, well, that we wouldn't pay because we would depending on special editions and stuff. That's, that's even proven his point. But also the fact that there is no... There is no way to even test or adjust that. That is just a sentence somebody blurbs. It's almost like when you look up the different argument fallacies you can find on like cool guides on Reddit, and they'll be like, this is a straw man. This is a blah, blah, blah. That motherfucker just wrote them all in one sentence. He's like, fuck it. No one's going to care. No one's going to care. It's like a politician getting elected and then doing nothing afterwards. You know, they're like, what do you fight for? Everything. I fight for you. We're going to make sure that you know, we don't spend, you know, we don't take new taxes. And they're like, okay, where are you going to get the money? I'll talk to you about that on election day. And then they get elected and suddenly the same shit happens all the time. Yeah. And this is, by the way, not just UK, not just America. Australia has, everybody has its issues. It's always, I think yeah. it's become a thing where it's like, oh, it's everywhere else. No, fuck you. Wherever you live right now, you can put a point in your map. There's a shitty game discussion going on in your location. No matter what, <laughs> there's, there's somebody shitty, some old crony bastard who is trying to take your money and tell you somehow you want that, which is, that's a creepy sentence. Gamers are ready. Yeah. Gamers are ready, man. We've tested them. We've decided gamers are ready. That's like leveling up to stupid. Gamers are ready. You're ready, man. It's you weren't before. You weren't before because you weren't good enough, but now you're ready for seven. What does it games. even mean to be ready? It means for a nothing. Price. It means nothing. He's full of shit. Sorry. This is what bothers me because we get in here and we start talking about games. And when I used to post these on YouTube, which we're probably going to start again, you'd always get somebody who's like, that was a bad take from fucking silver because he didn't like this or didn't like that. I'm like, okay, you know, I get it. Right. Like I, I, I get where that comes from. But people chose the weirdest things to argue.
where like maybe Silver was saying, dude, don't allow that, right? You guys changed my opinion. I don't know if you remember five years ago, seller rights. Like, the honest truth is I believe that if you're fucking stupid, a lot of people are going to take advantage of you. And I'm not 100% sure I want to coddle you up, right? I'm not like, hey, good right. job on third place. I'm like, no, you're the second loser. You know, you're over here. But you guys were the ones who were like, wait, in Amer in the UK or Austria, we we have, uh, you know, buyer protection. And over the last couple of years, I've talked to you guys. It's only you guys. It's not anybody else. I've started to be like, okay, yeah, you know, some, because I'd be like, dude, do your due diligence. Like buy a game. But then you guys were like, well, what if... You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, if a company can build that into the... And I've changed over time. Well, at the same at the same note, at the same topic, though, uh, there's also lots of problems with that system. The, like there are, but... Vendors what are being abused. Yes, sure. uh, which is, I was on the hand of, unless it's abuse-free, don't do it, which is wrong, by yeah. the way. You should just be like, we'll worry about it later. But what I'm saying is, people would choose the wrong battle to fight, man. And they would get caught up in that. And there would be some, it's almost like really, really mad that your window is slightly crooked in a fucking burning house. It's like, <laughs> dude, you're the dumbest fucking, your house is burning. They're like, yeah, but the window, it's a little fucking crooked. It's like, fuck you. I just shut the door on them, let them burn to death. I, it's, it, it's starting to piss me off, man. It's starting. What I off. still find most amazing about the, the whole Take Two thing, though, is that they chose NBA 2K21 for this. Like the game, which is just a launcher for microtransactions. It's a casino. That's all it is. <laughs> it's a legit casino. And by the way, somebody said something that is for sure true. They said, I appreciate the argument that games have been 60 for years and inflation dev costs. That's all true. Things have exploded. In the old days, a AAA game might be 10. Now it's 200. Of course, commensurate are the a lot of the profits, not all of them. But they've also greased us on microtransactions. They've stopped. At, they, Shivering Isles kind of expansions don't happen. Subnautica released one. I would say Subnautica's, uh, that's a standalone. What's that called? Arctic Well, Frost as far or... as I know, that the companies do make about 50% of their revenue from microtransactions. So go. really, on average, every game makes 120 bucks, not 60. There you go. There you go. What's that Subnautica game? Uh, Below Subnautica zero. DLC? Below zero. Yeah. We, we rarely get those. You know, we rarely get those. So it's not like this is suddenly them being like, we've done 60 forever. They also sell you a piece of plastic mass produced by a bunch of children yep. in China. Fucking saluting Xing Jinping or whatever. Special edition, is. super special edition, yeah. ultimate edition. Yeah, ultimate and it's edition the same model, game. man. The one time I saw was like, it was a black and white model or a color model. And it was like, I can't remember, like $50 more. And I'm like, you do know the same poor kid that has a suicide net outside their building is painting that, right? Like... At some, whatever. I don't yeah. know. Just sucks, man. It just sucks. We'll move on from here. Uh, yeah. It, well, actually, real quick about the $70 game thing. Do we have anything else to add to that from you guys? Don't buy that 70 Wait a month. <laughs> then it's already 50 or 40 anyway. Yeah, most games, right? Isn't it Take-Two that doesn't drop their games? One of these companies... No, Take-Two, especially. That's why I find anti the NBA case so, so funny. Because they, they don't, right? Because they do actually drop it quite a bit. Okay. Uh, I think uh, NBA 2K21 is already 15 bucks right now. Or, or has been on sale for that price a couple times. 
uh, NBA 2K20. <laughs> I know somebody on the said Switch I'm thinking of out. Nintendo. Sorry to interrupt. They are <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, NBA 2K20 before 21 was out cost I think two bucks because they had it super discounted. It. They are well aware that they make their money with the micros, not with the game. Yeah, but stuff like uh, games on on PlayStation, those games rarely yeah. have price drops until way later on, right? Yes. Yeah, so some, you can expect depends, to get the but, same. Yeah. Really? Okay. No, you're right. I, I'm just saying, for the most part, you're right on some, but then then you'll get like the PlayStation Now collection or whatever they did, okay. where you get that, a huge or deal. Of, of course, always Black Friday. Like Black Friday, usually, yeah. Okay. Usually for Black Friday, even games that only released a couple of weeks prior. Sony likes to do gray month too. They don't just start a Black Friday. Like they start like three weeks True. before with their with their well, ads. And I mean, like nowadays that. most companies do that. Yeah. Like Amazon also also starts like weeks ahead of that. What isn't there Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Yeah. Testicular Tuesday, whatever the fuck yep. Tuesday is. They're, they're always trying to add something to everything. Um, yeah. Prime week and all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't would like to hear you debate Colin on this. Colin who? He's down. He doesn't seem to look at these other aspects. Is that a YouTuber? Cyber week. Yeah, cyber week. Yep. By the way, do games like Demon Souls and Miles do they also cost like seventy bucks at this point? No, Miles Miles was uh, Miles was a normal priced game, but I believe Miles dropped. Okay. And Demons, if anyone knows in chat, because I was just curious. Oh, Fizzle Fizzle Snozzle says Demon Souls did. Right. I think Demon's because was seventy here. The the reason I mentioned it is I was I was trying to get a PS5 this week and it's still impossible for me here in the UK. Right. But the prices were so nonsensical. So you had something like four hundred and fifty pounds for just the console, and then you had the edition with Demon Souls and Miles for about six hundred pounds. So I'm like, wait a second, how much do these games cost for that one hundred and fifty pound difference? But I'm paying like more than if I just bought the game separately. Sorry, the right? yeah, the Demon Souls physical edition when it released cost uh, eighty euros or ninety five US dollars here, like the standard Bro. edition. <laughs> yeah, some of these motherfucking companies have like all the Horcruxes. They just keep coming back to life. They can they they. They destroy something, they mess something up, and they come back and people just suckle from that hind tit of failure every time. They don't have an issue with it. It's like at some point, you guys are going to have to. Otherwise, we're going to be paying 120 for a normal game. Like it's, And it may take a long time. Like I may be dead by then. I'll probably be dead by then. But oh, like, like I said, we're already up at 100 now here at yeah. least. Well, and that's uh, so just so you know, I am talking about the United States because I'm not 100% sure. Are you guys at 100 or are you at your price? Like I don't no, we, really get we what were you mean. At, we were at sixty for PC and we're still at sixty euros for PC, so we're just talking euros now. Okay. And on the current content consoles, it's all over the place. Some games still cost sixty, some seventy, some eighty. I see. Man, man, that's why we all need to. By the way, invest in Bitcoin right away. Just joking, not a financial advisor, but. <laughs> 
it is weird because all these translations, right, of price. It's like, well, I bought the Australian version, but I was in J Japan and I bought it and through a Chinese course, company. And of course, you have always, if you try to do a direct comparison, you always have to say in the U.S. it's without the sales tax. You yeah. have to. Not only that, in the U.S. Maybe add that on top. And in Europe, it's right. always including the sales tax. And that's because I don't have sales tax, but people 200 miles north of right. me do. So because the states, so yeah. Uh, 600KR here in Norway. Is that a temperature? No, that's oh, uh, that's Cronin. That's like monopoly the, the, money. the the monopoly <laughs> money, right? I'm just <laughs> Yep. I'm just joking. Uh okay. So we'll move on from there. Let's talk about some cool stuff. Let's talk about Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, which admittedly had some tech issues. I thought they got fixed. However, Johnny said something that makes me think that they're not perfectly fixed. So your impressions are Horizon Zero Dawn PC. I am going to go pee. Okay. So I love it. It's a different game. And I think, Reg, you've played it as yep, well on PC. I did. The difference between playing that on GamePad with like low frame rate on PS4 versus playing at like locked 60 with mouse and keyboard is night and day. It's not even that the graphics look way better because, I, you know, I have a good system and I can push them high. It's like, it's hard to explain. But I think most people in chat have played the game. So you, you understand what I'm saying. The experience was like you were running away from monsters at times and then you had to turn around quickly to aim at them. And then all of a sudden they've already moved completely behind you and you need to turn again. And the experience was like all the time having to turn the camera and you really hinge on the slow-mo skill for you to even have a shot at aiming at any of the like critical spots at least that was my experience with it i don't know if people are better with the gamepad than i am but it, it just felt like you need that slow-mo to even have a shot at doing it and the gameplay just wasn't as fun with that now on pc a different ball game right i find myself being purposeful with where i shoot stuff being like more tactical and and having like also it feels more frames to to see stuff coming so uh, it's been awesome to play, to be honest. But but Reg, you've uh, you've also played. So what what do you think? Um, yeah, the graphics. I mean, not that huge improvement because they were already amazing on the console. Yes. Really. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, if you do FPS, have an ultra wide right? screen, then that's pretty cool because mm. you can play it on ultra wide. That's what game? Still. Uh, Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. yeah. So that's at least an, a different impression. Um, Gameplay-wise, I mean, I am terrible aiming with controller, but I'm also terrible at aiming with <laughs> keyboard. So <laughs> I guess on, on that front, it's not that hugely different for me. Uh, I do always appreciate a higher frame rate, though, and that yeah. always feels, feels better. But it's not even like, even if you're bad, I'm not saying you're bad, it's your words. I am. Yeah, but I <laughs> like the, the ability to move the camera quickly, right, yeah. to where your eye is, it's so noticeable in that game because you, you're literally just chasing dudes with the camera and yeah. all the enemies are so fast, you can't keep up with them with the rate of camera of the controller. <clears throat> so are you liking it? Yeah, so I, I'm really enjoying it. I haven't really run into issues so far. Oh, good. So it's been good. like actually smooth sailing and just pretty happy overall with being able to experience that with, uh, you know, with better input that kind of feels 
like it's doing the game justice finally and excited yeah. to get to the dlc which i never did frozen wilds i would say uh you know that's one of those games where the ai and the way it plays makes mouse and keyboard just better you know yeah easier to control and overall um and it's also a great world like if you get a chance if for some reason you you know you haven't played this i remember i was talking to somebody and they were dead set against aloy being a woman and i was like dude i'm not a transformer and i play that so what the fuck are we even talking like right <laughs> dude i played a game where genital jousting where i was i mean i guess i am a dick but you get my drift yeah. like <laughs> it's such an odd claim to be like mm -hmm. ah having to me if you have skipped out on this man if you like open world games unless there's something i'm not getting with your specific reason to not investigate this game horizon zero dawn is fantastic it has its issues i can still use the word fantastic for that it's just that um yeah. It's it's a it's a unique world. It's a huge one, and it's really enjoyable. It's definitely worth investigating, and it's got I some mean, really cool yeah. weapons no other game has. Those trip casters to put like yeah. trip lines mm. down. No other game really has those kind of things that are are actually occurring in Pre real time. Preparing a hunt, kind yeah. of. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Reg? Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say even before the game released. I mean, it basically just sold me on the robot dinosaurs. I don't need more than yeah. that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so cool. It's like the, a neon YouTube music video with dinosaurs. I'm in, and and a lot of physical or uh, what do you call it? Physics, you know, particles when you hit shit, yeah. liquids, you know, glowing liquids. It's awesome. Um, how long do you think Sony will leave it exclusive on PS before it comes out on? P it's already out on PC, man. What are you talking? No, about? I think generally for future games. I guess the question would be. Oh, Cade says, just played Control in the first DLC, playing Alan Wake now and absolutely loving both games. Thanks for convincing me. Ex you you bet, man. You bet. You owe me money. Come to the Patreon. I'm just joking, but I will say this. You owe me money. I will say this. If I've saved you any money, right. you know, maybe come there. Uh, you know, that is I awesome. haven't liked... Have awesome. you played the DLC, Carrick, for Control? Either of the... No. I have to say, I'm not. I, I've only played the Foundation one. I haven't done the Alan Wake. The Alan Wake Actually, one is supposedly very good. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. you know, there didn't feel like there was anything in the Foundation DLC that I found super enjoyable. That happened with Alan Wake, Johnny. Alan Wake had two DLCs. One everybody loved. The other people were like, "Eh, maybe the, that's their thing." The zombie Nightmare one, the American Nightmare. Was that the good one? American Nightmare was not only okay. Wait. There was the asylum. Or See, was I that liked a standalone? I liked them all, but but I remember talking to Abzi about this, and there was like, yeah, I can't remember. I'm sorry. I okay, can't no, which no worries. One. But I do know there was a a rift there of like, eh, you know. But for me, more Alan Wake, right? That's all that matters. It's almost like you know, Reg is saying he was sold on uh, Robot on dinosaurs. But yep. when I when I was playing Alan Wake, I was sold on a Stephen King game versus a Silent Hill where I can't understand, you know, why a pyramid dude is scary. You know, because we're all from different places and our mythologies are different. Some things don't scare me as much. And so the idea of a of a Stephen King game excited me and it turned out really well. Yeah. I finished the Alan Wake DLC earlier today and it was pretty great. Oh, geez, today, okay. huh? Did you guys talk about the Zenimax deal wrapping up? It did not wrap up. I don't know why people keep saying it wrapped up today. It absolutely 100% did not oh, wrap up today. Probably some new sites claimed it did. It didn't wrap up. It didn't wrap up. Ah. Anyway. No, we didn't talk about it because it didn't wrap up. <laughs> it, 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 And I'm not 
shirking at him because he, you know, took the data there from the website. Microsoft and Cinemax deal approved by U.S. securities. That's yeah. probably why. That is. Yeah. That, that's the most recent news. Uh, thoughts on Sinking City? Yeah, let's talk about Sinking City on Steam. Mm -hmm. All right. So Sinking City, a game that is absolutely regardless of pretty much whoever you are, what language you speak, what planet you're on, middling at best comes out for the xbox and pc i believe ps5 versions coming out uh or is out but then a couple days ago a magic version appeared on steam and the company that made it the developer frogwares stated we didn't make this one and investigated it and found out that the publisher nacon or nason nacon is how i pronounce it i believe that's how it's pronounced bought a copy of the game from another digital store cracked it changed some stuff removed some videos put their own videos in shipped it off and resold it on Steam as their own. And uh, the developers then did a YouTube video stating, hey man, this is not our game, this is not what we made. And it got removed from Steam. This is the second or third time uh, Nacon has tried this. And as somebody stated, unless Nacon is losing money and is going bankrupt, no one knows why they continue to do this. It's almost like there's a like a personal issue now. It's like at some point, because they're still in the jury, they're still doing the actual law around it, trying to figure out who's in the right and who's in the wrong. But Nacon just continues to do this stuff. And it's just the weirdest response I've seen. However, I will say this, Frogwares is not without their own issues. And you can track those as well in any of the legal documents. If you think, like I said, developers are magically great and publishers are magically terrible, sorry. They, they've all done their shit in this in particular, so. Reg just wanted to say wrapped up. Um, <laughs> so I would say in unless something magical happens, we're still waiting, I think, until the end of this month, if not three months until we find out, you know, if Frogwares is going to be demanded to put, you know, put a new version back on. The thing is, is it's such a mediocre game. I don't know why a publisher would be like, man, we got to make sure this fucker's out there. You know, maybe they lost yeah. a ton of money on it and, and they're trying to recoup. I, I don't know. But if Frogwares keeps going after them, yeah, it's a it's it's a mess. Obviously, it was a bad deal. Obviously, it didn't turn out. Well. Did you guys play Sinking City? Yep, for a little bit. Not for, Ooh, for a little long. bit. That's not that's not good right there. Because you usually st sit through things a little longer than you used to, and sing is yeah, not that old. Yeah, no. I was I was mostly put off by the amount of nonsensical people milling about in the streets. Yeah, it's like an NPC generator. Somebody didn't like look at and go, "We don't need two hundred people." Like one hundred would look. And like this, this game has more people than most other games, and it's supposed to be like this depressing setting. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Stuff. And you have like a party going out on the streets all the time. Just yeah, makes no it, sense. Which is why I don't like a lot of horror games because eight people will be in town. And you're like, who's running the economy? <laughs> if eight people are here, who's running? You're trading the same fish back and forth. You're like, hey, let's bang Mary. She takes the fish, you bang. Then Mary pays for a beer at the tavern. And then the tavern guy has you fix his deck and he gives you the fish back. And you're just like, Mary's getting banged a lot. But other than that, that fish, somebody's <laughs> got to eat it. That's it. And it just seems so weird to me. And then you get Sinking City that's like, let's just crank this shit. And like Reg said, they're everywhere. 
Like, yeah. there'll be bad guys milling so around many. and the good guys so are like... Many. Da, 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 da. So. And they look pretty happy, too. They're like, they do. <laughs> they do. And the 745 guy, or 745 guys all pissing on the same on the same trash can. That game is <laughs> that game is a wonder. Maybe that's the horror of it. Maybe it's a trick, oh, and you're supposed to right. realize it's so out of ordinary, right? That you're supposed to be like, whoa, this is weird. These people, there's a lot of people, and none of them seem to notice anything weird's going on. It's a shame because a lot of these Lovecraft-inspired games have yeah. been kind of a blunder. They I know have. Call of Cthulhu was also pretty flawed. That game, that game was rough, man. That game was just as blah as humanly possible. It was really upset. It was a little like the medium, where it was like one button did one thing in one room, and then you went to the next room, and one button <laughs> did one thing in one room. It was really... Uh, it was sort of tragic, because I'm a big Call of Cthulhu fan. Uh, uh, Dark Corners of the Earth, the original Call of Cthulhu game, the Big Daddy from the original Xbox was fantastic. That was the last. Is that Call still of something game. like that holds up nowadays? For yeah. Someone who yesterday, the uh, yesterday a hacker released mod tools to fix the textures and to allow for mods. So we'll see what happened. That was just yesterday. Uh, it's called like sharp corners of the earth i think is okay. what it's called and it, sh it allows for you to sharpen textures just a joke but he released that so we'll see we'll see what people do with mod tools um we'll get a we'll get a really good one one day yeah maybe uh highlight my message big Happa says i played call of dude or i played call of the wild the hunter for the first time i hunted down a bear for 45 minutes with my wife yelling don't kill it great times oh your wife yelling don't kill it i thought i was like what no dude that's awesome it, it, it's so cool somebody else is getting into into hunter call of the wild people just don't realize how good that game is and how zen if you're if you're a fan of zen games you know game one day i would love for for us three to jump into a hunt because when reg and i played it was such oh. a different experience we were yeah. like two idiots they oh, had no we idea two, how to we were for no sure idea. two so idiots like, I what see. are we doing I was like, wrong? Yeah. There are no deer. There are in no the deer. Yeah. <laughs> As you trump yeah. it. Sleeve did that. Dude, Sleeve lost his I'm, attention. I'm pretty span sure so quick. we were so loud that all the deer fucked off like yeah. miles yeah. away. <laughs> yeah. And they will too. They will run off miles away. Uh, there were there were times where we were hunting, we were sneaking through, and it's like one crack of a branch or something. You see, you know, a fucking elk run off, and you're like, oh man, seriously. But if you guys get a chance and and it's not about killing the animal. I mean, in fact, if you you can take photos. So if you wanted to be like, hey, I'm going to try to sneak within 10 feet of taking a photo of this deer, you can do that. Um, it's awesome. Uh, is Remnant of the Ashes DLC worth it? I have no clue. Uh, Remnant wasn't worth it. So I didn't... Or Remnant. Hey, it was hey, pretty fun. one boss, though. It kept us going it for was quite, okay. a time, quite a while. <laughs> I, I will say the final boss was absolute bullshit. Well, many. But all the bosses. The actual game was yep. was fun. I thought it was all fun. the bosses, Johnny. Here's why <laughs> I say that: we remember the bosses, which is un is unreal for me. I just don't. You got the moth boss, which was a dickhead. Oh, you yeah. got the guy with the uh, he had the double layer area where yes. you could fall down, and he just adds, adds, adds. And I still remember no, going into yeah, it. Don't make it difficulty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I remember that, and the developer getting so mad in a forum about it and just being a jack off. Oh. And I was like, listen, I'm a jack off. Like somebody will get mad at me on Twitter and I'll be like, you know what? Why don't you fucking go kick yourself in the ass? Like, I don't fucking, I get it. But this was people saying, Hey, the ads, like it was everybody saying, Hey, and they weren't being rude or whatever. And he was just a jack off in there. I was like, yeah, I'm done.
I'm, yep. I'm just done. Bad person to put in, in charge. Whoever whoever that was in there, I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with your shit. I'm yeah. not going to deal with it. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Remnant is awesome. I liked Remnant. Remnant was good for me. That's good. I mean, that's why you guys aren't reviewers, and I am. <laughs> Man, that felt uh. good. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> I killed three deer in the first 10 minutes. Must have been luck. Ran around for an hour before the next. Yeah, I know that feeling. I know. Playing Project Wingman. It's a really good Ace Combat clone made by three people. Yeah, you know, I haven't got a chance to check that out yet. I would like to. Looking forward to uh, giving Remnant a try. I mean, hey, it's free. Yeah. But Remnant wasn't not worth a, a, No, and, and an again, as you say, like in co-op, you can make a lot of games be a lot of fun. And that yeah. was clearly an example. No Man's Sky is another one that I think a lot of people would say, you know, might be worth a different amount if like you had a family member like hunter called yeah. the wild i like to play by myself but the idea of maybe somebody jumping in there with a friend that could actually be funny and that's yeah. why we can unsubscribe yes you can because i wouldn't know <laughs> if you were subscribed or unsubscribed so feel free i played it all alone and it was a very good game you guys what do you think the next playstation game to get a pc port will be um well i'm hoping final fantasy 7 Remake. Remake doesn't isn't out on PC yet. No. No. Really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. No. No announcements or no talk of it. Nothing. Plus, they have new content coming out on PS5, so that just pushes it back even further in my mind. So probably let it ride for a solid year. Yeah, I'm not gonna answer that. I've heard some rumors, but I'm just not going to. Every time I say something, I show up on like, with my some feelings, website. Eric. No, I show up on a website now excited. because I guess because like the podcast gets seen or something. There's last couple times I've said something and no, got that's fair. DM'd yeah. from angry developers. Man, don't say anything. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I didn't really say anything. I just. And whatever you say will be taken one way or another. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and on this one, I think with Sony, I'll just say this. I think you should assume most uh will come to pc at some point there i just don't think people realize how much money but a company's gonna look at that and go we can make the money on the pc and the console or by just selling the console because yeah. these games are exclusive but once you get a year out you know or something like that a company's like yes. hey man these games you know they're not light and fire so why not yeah just like monster PC? hunter rise yeah right it makes a lot of sense for them to release on PC, even if it's a at a later date. Yeah, yeah, it, make, it makes a big amount of sense. Uh, let me look on Twitter real quick, because I did ask people to give us some topics. And can you bring up the questions? Do we have anything yeah. in particular in this list that we want to talk about uh, that we did miss? Um, right, so actually, let, let me check, because I think there was one thing. Switch Pro. Let's do it. Let's talk right. about the Switch Pro we know is for sure coming. It's uh, 8K. <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. 100%. It's 8K. DLSS has two screens, which is insane. Yep. Has two screens yep. and four Joy-Cons. Again. <laughs> All of them 3D. Well, technically, they're calling it 6D because if the screens face each other, it creates a hologram that you yep. put on your face and you can do VR hologram. Also, it does virtual 3D audio with just one speaker. Yeah, with just one speaker. Yeah. So the one speaker... Uh, you just aim it at your fucking noggin and it just beams 
audio and somehow it does 3D. So these are all for sure confirmed on yep. the Switch Pro Ultimate Complete <laughs> X Edition. What do we have to say? Switch Pro. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's been the rumor for so many years that I kind of stopped believing. <laughs> I'll say I've been informed it is coming out. Fairly tolerable leak. But um, I think people are probably assuming whatever they do name it will mean like ultimate power. 4K won't necessarily be 4K brunt of its own. You know, that'll be an upscaling kind of situation. Um, I think Nintendo, I think a lot of people wish Nintendo would do a, you know, a mid-gen refresh. Yep. And that spurned the discussion for the longest period of time. I think Nintendo's had their own ideas on how to do it, but their ideas, I will just say this, I think their ideas are completely different than other people's. I just, they that's what they've proven, right? Look at the D. Remember the DS, and then you got the 3DS, and you're like, "Who the fuck asked for this?" Well, like, and then they not did that it was the bad. Mid-gen refresh, the 3DS. Uh, what was it? XL? XL. New, new 3DS. That was. The yeah, refresh. new 3DS, and then they did the Wii U, which was a refresh no one wanted. So, <laughs> and no one bought. But I mean, that's Nintendo. They just do their own thing, and I just think people are mistaking what a pro. A, their pro would not be in the same way a PlayStation or an Xbox Pro is where they double the CUs or something and something. That's not what we're looking at, but the fairly safe rumor I got um, is that, you know, there'll be some changes. I just don't think people really understand how Nintendo works. Nintendo. Oh well, yeah, like that slight refresh we possible. got like, like two years ago where the battery life was like 10% better. 10% better. Right. And then you got the XL, which doesn't even click, even though they still use the click in the commercials. The light. Yeah. Liars. The biggest click. lie. The biggest lie, it man. It doesn't click. It doesn't click. You can't unhook. Look at controller. Mine do, mine, well, on the, non, on the non-light, they do click. But on the light, they don't. Because there's that's nothing I mean. to move. There's nothing to move. Yeah, that, that's it's a complete yes. lie. It's a complete lie. I hate it. It just bothers me so much. Uh, let's see. People need to stop comparing Nintendo to Sony and Microsoft. Yeah. 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 Wii U was not a refresh. Dot, dot, dot. No shit. Dot, dot, dot. That was the joke. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even know Wii U was a separate new. You're company. absolutely right. Dude, people a lot think of it was an add on or something. Yeah. A lot of people thought it was <laughs> just the tab tablet, right? <laughs> that just goes to show you how poorly PR is. When yeah. the people who are like fans can't even figure out, you know, what's actually occurred. Uh, let me go here and look at our listing. Ooh, By the way, PS5 it. Black Edition, I think you oh, mentioned yeah. before the podcast, that's kind of confirmed or expected this year. What would that be? Just a different color and same price? Uh, Yes. That That's what i expect <laughs> just like flaps so just switching out the plastic yes yes <laughs> man i don't i i i just don't get go buy stickers buy get, buy black tape electrical tape and wrap yeah. the fucking plastic on your own i just don't get it man 
I just don't, I don't get why somebody would spend, and it's happened multiple times. I've had friends who bought like the yeah. Gears of War I mean, version. All, this, all, all the Nintendo stuff, all yeah. of it. Yeah. 3DS in 50 different colors. <laughs> well, let's say this. Do you guys expect any special editions for the PS5? Let's say Miles or, you know, whatever game. Sooner or later, With like for sure. a customized... I mean, Sony Special can't. Edition. Sony and Microsoft can't get their systems into your hands normally, so I don't know how long it'll be before they start getting special versions into your hands. Yeah, yeah, you know. So true. And I don't know if somebody's getting a Miles version, which Miles is selling well. If somebody's getting a Miles version of PS5, that just seems like a really weird because it's not even just PS5; it's PS4 as well. So if they were going to do a Miles version, I would hope they would just do the PS4 version right now. Because Miles plays on the PS4. That makes no sense to be like this PS5 only. They could do a Godfall PS5. Who's going to buy that? One person? The one person who likes Godfall? Godfall has negative people playing it. I don't know how that's possible, but I bet you it's true. So Harsh words. Yeah, I mean, that is, you know, the truth is harsh. Some people are ugly. That's life. You got to deal with it, man. You got to roll with the punches. Godfall needs to roll with the punches and make a game that's going to you know, grab people. I don't think Godfall was terrible. It was just absolutely amazing at being really, really average. Or a little below average. Even as someone who liked it, I have to agree. It was like aiming, right? It just hit that spot. Somebody said Godfall was discounted pretty fast. All games are discounted. We were just talking about that. It doesn't yeah. matter how good a game is or how bad it is. You'll see a bad game continue to sell at 60 bucks for three years, and you'll see a game... I've seen people be like, oh my God, this game must suck. It's a AAA game. It's done amazing, but it's dropped in price. And it's like, it doesn't matter. I mean, each company handles those differently. It's so weird. Uh, let's see. Sony and Microsoft need to make more than 50 consoles before making different versions, surely. Well, they need to figure out COVID. Not necessarily them. The only way to be successful games as a service is to be the best version of one. I don't know. Isn't Genshin That sounds Impact like really one of successful? those deep statements that doesn't actually say anything the specific? only way to drink water is to pour water into a glass and put it to your mouth and swallow it it's like that's deep right but not really godfall was being sold for 70 i didn't know that let's go with some questions i got a bunch of shit on twitter let's do this does it bother you when the console versions of games have ui cursors such as apex minecraft and destiny but other games like Daisy Arc Wasteland 3 don't. Oh, I think he's talking about the the Destiny cursor, the shit ass. Yeah, the fake fake mouse cursor. No, thing. I hate those cursors, man. I hate them with a pa uh wait uh outside Outriders does it as well. Mm. And I I just can't stand the slow cursors. Bothers the hell out of me. What about you guys? Are you guys okay with those cursors or do you hate them as well? I don't like them because you are you are on a console platform. You know what kind of input your people are using that yeah. are playing yeah. there. So why mimic it? Why the it? fuck are you emulating a, a mouse? It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's, it's so, so stupid. Dumb. Makes you wonder and why they the, do it and they continue doing it. Yeah, and the, the holding a button for two seconds. Oh. Why? Ubisoft, bro. Yeah, and, but Neo Two does it too. I love the game. Fucking love the game. But you have to hold B for like a solid second and a half to open, like to, to search a corpse or something. There's yeah, no and it's like, if the searching of the corpse is instant anyway, which it is, why would you not also let me 
push the button and have it instant. Thank it you. makes no yes. sense. It, the two don't make any sense. Um, I hate that No Man's Sky. Yeah, I would agree. No Man's Sky's got some pretty shitty, uh, some yeah. pretty shit inventory. Yeah. It's lazy controls. I don't think it is. I mean, I think lazy would, if they were that way and didn't work all the time. These guys are putting in work to make it appear that way. There's something going on where they want those soft controls. It's not lazy. It's a design decision that someone somewhere is telling them it's good. And I just want to yeah. find that person and I want to put them between two buses that are slowly going nose to nose. That's all I'm saying. Emulated mouse and controllers for manual mm. navigation drives me crazy. Next up. So you like games from Avalanche like Call of the Hunter and Mad Max. Have you tried Generation Zero? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, enough said about Generation Zero. Moving yeah. on. Uh, Stanky Bowl says, <laughs> what's your favorite mechanic in modern games that are missing in, in older classics? Saves, okay. apparently, for Johnny. <laughs> yes, please. True. Multiple save slots. Multiple save slots. That'd be a silver uh -huh. one, too. Remember silver every time a game doesn't have... Oh, or silver yep. when he found out that racing game didn't have a pit lap, which he's right. Or a qualifying lap. That dude wouldn't shut up. No matter if somebody said, you know, I like the tire graphics and models in this game. He's like, yeah, it's got no pit loop or it's got no fucking, it's got no qualifying loop. And <laughs> you'd just be like, dude, they're not connected. Um, what other things for old games? Yeah, just the big HUDs, what do, right? what do you guys think in chat? Old games that could use one improvement from current games. I always think of the big clunky HUDs. Where you have these giant indicators for what losing a third of your screen with the hat <laughs> right yeah exactly dude yeah i miss eight megabyte memory cards okay whatever i don't know what that means <laughs> that, that's, that's, that was for the ps2 safe game cards. the ps2 mm. the the cartridges yeah. yeah i would say the major ones we've already said like for me once save games, I mean, somebody said auto inventory, which that depends on the game. Some games, I think, do inventory pretty well where it makes you, it does become a part of the story. But most games, I think, auto inventory would be better. Manual inventory. What'd you say? Fuck that shit. What? I hate, I hate manual inventory. Oh, do you? No matter what. Gotcha. Yeah, no. It's like, oh, I have to move the shotgun over here so I can make the bullets fit. Fuck off. Yeah. No, Especially no. when sometimes you'll have that multiple. By the way, if anybody, there are multiple AAA amazing games, multiple games that are considered classics by a ton of people that have this error. You will have an inventory with a slot limit, but they will have another thing that is on a slightly different inventory, like your digital pad, that can be unlimited. And you're like, wait, that doesn't make, why would you worry? Like rocks are unlimited, but you can only carry a certain amount of, you know, arrows or right. this, this crossbow thing is unlimited, but this is not. And you're just like, what the fuck? That makes it, if you make something limited somewhere, it makes sense to make it limited pretty much everywhere, you know, for everything, because you're, there's a reason why you're doing that. And especially with inventory space, by the way, is what I'm talking about in particular. Um, yeah. Oh, let's see. Auto pickup of items, especially ammo. Yeah, see, I don't like auto pickup, but that's just me. Um, but I get why people do like auto pickup. I don't because I would expect it to auto pick up everything, and I wouldn't want to pick up everything because you pick up too many guns, like Borderlands. And then if you don't have, or if you have to do it manual, 
you have to plan around it. I just want that to be instant, though, if I push the button, yes. which is what yeah. which is what uh, Johnny and I. Does that bother you guys? Do you guys want to just pick up everything like a Hoover and then worry about it I later? No, Hoover, it, it really sure. depends okay. on the game. <laughs> okay. It depends on the game. Sure. I pick up everything. So it, then about mm -hmm. 10 minutes into the game, I'm, oh, I'm, bird, uh, I'm over. I'm carrying too much. I can't move anymore. Then I open my inventory and drop all the gray shit until it happens again. Do you know how difficult it is as a reviewer when that comes up in a game? Because you will check your video and you will have eight hours of video with three hours of it taking shit out of your inventory and throwing it on the ground. And so you will, it looks so dumb when you're scrubbing because you'll see like this section and you'll be like, oh God, here we go. And it's just me going with like weapons. And you close the inventory screen again and, then, and you have like a heap of items. And you have a heap of weapons and, and then you'll see somebody be like, this is the most immersive game I've ever played. <laughs> just throwing these, throwing these weapons everywhere, which again, you just have to ignore, but it does, it does pop up. Um, over encumbered sucks so bad. Yeah, I mean, it has to be it has to be handled right. I think I do like inc encumbrance. Um, yeah, it, it encourages right. you to look at what you pick up. I yeah. actually enjoy that because I still to this day I remember, for example, shut up, Reg. I remember no, in Fallout no. Four, I still remember what was worth picking up mm -hmm. when it comes to like yeah. value versus weight. Very ratio. much so. Yeah. Right. You. You. It's like a. A, a mini system in the game that adds to it, in my opinion. And you what were I asking like is, about weapons. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, go ahead. Well, just to wrap up, no, I actually like also like Borderlands. I look at the weapon before picking it up Me too. and I only pick up yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think when I start a game, maybe I'm a little bit more Hooverish, just A, 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 and I'll look at it later. And then once I get good at a game, I'm like, nah, nah. You know, I don't want to even, I don't like shotguns. So I don't want to pick up exactly. shotguns. So. It Silver also Hawkins depends on gifted. the game. Silver Hawkins was gifted a subscription. <laughs> nice. Called out. <laughs> awesome. Not even here. Isn't even subscribed to the own podcast. Is on and somebody else gifted him a subscription. That right there. What a call is awesome. out. I uh, just picked up all in the. I just picked up all the BS in Fallout Four to get materials for a base building. Yeah, that's true too. And then give it to your companion. I would do that all the time. In that game, whenever you have a companion, you load them up with shit, right? You're like, here, you carry the steel girder. Yeah. And they're like, but why? Like, eh, you know, we'll get back to that. And then you run off and they've got like 800 pounds. Max not lockpicking because FOMO on advanced chest, but still have to just the same average junk as any other crate. That's true. You know what I hate in video games, man? And it's something that is so normal that people don't even notice it. There's, I can tell you right now what type of game any game will be in the first 30 minutes if there is an advanced chest in a starting area. I will know exactly how that game is going to play out. So if I go to a starting area and it's like, you need five times the level to open this chest, I'm like, I know exactly how this game is going to play. I can tell you everything about how the skills are going to dole out because you know right there. You're like, for sure, returning to old spots. And then you can start putting everything together. And it's one of the things that everybody is okay with. They're also okay with chests in the middle of the road. Like, these are things that bother me when I'm playing a game. When I'll be playing a game and some dude will be standing there and he's like, we're all poor. And you're like, dude, there's a chest right there. And you've got your gold sitting out on your, on your deck. Like, make it look poor. Make it look uh, like you need well, I mean, some stuff. Take, taking stuff and NPCs is always uh, special. 
Because you go into people's houses, this is also like totally normal in, in most games. You go into the oh, houses, yeah. you sweep everything. Yeah. You, you just open that. up their cupboards, you open up their chests, you take all their shit and they don't even bat an eye. Or do the thing that I do, as long as you break eye contact in most Elder Scrolls games, you can steal <laughs> anything. And so I'll just, you can, no lie, in Morrowind you could, I don't know if this still works in Skyrim and Oblivion, you could pile boxes up in front of you between you and the storekeeper and then grab his shit. Yeah. It was so, nice. they're just like, what? So, whatever. The only game that that did, that I remember doing this differently was Elix, where people are like, yep. what, what are you doing in my house? Yeah, what, I what love Elix when you walk in, and there, or there's one house in particular in Elix that had an opening in the roof, and I fell into the roof, and so now I'm in the back of their house. And almost instantly, people are like, what the hell are you doing in here? And I was like, that's so nice, man. Yeah. Like, because a jetpack sword-wielding dude fell through the <laughs> roof. What else? What would we do? I'd be like, dude, what are you doing? But instead, Skyrim's like, ho there. Would you like a sword? And you're like, dude, it's 3 a.m., Oh, you what? just grab all their shit from their store and then sell it to them. Yeah, and they're just watching and then sell it to them. Elix, so everybody can diss on those games, but Risen, right? Risen did it. Elix did it. Gothic 1, 2, and 3. Uh, I don't think there's a 4 for Gothic. I could be wrong, but Gothic 1, 2, and 3, they all do that where they have a line in like the doorway that's like, this is claimed by this person. And I love yep. that feeling. I love it. It feels so good to have somebody be like, Dude, get out of my house. And you're like, oh, thank God they know I'm not supposed to be here. It just makes no sense. It makes no sense. I would love for more games, including Elder Scrolls, to do that and and uh, and be that way. Somebody yeah. said RDR2, and the first thought came into my mind is hitting somebody with a horse in RDR2 and just having oh, the entire town be like, horse attack. <laughs> I didn't do anything. The guy would run in front of you, get knocked down, be like, Oh my god, it was like insurance sales or like the, the fake insurance claims in Russia. Yeah, you know? I got yeah. hit. Oh no. I got hit yeah. and they leap up onto your hood. I have whiplash. I need yeah. I mean that, it would happen all the time in Red Dead. I mean and I would I would go so slow. I'd have the horse range just be like, eh. dude. Eh. You know you so know what's missing what? in all of those games, dude? And I, I realized this the other day. There is no even attempt of dodging you. So if you're walking and you're going to crash yeah. into someone, if you're walking slightly fast, the NPCs could easily detect that. And like, you know, do in real life, if so, if you see a jackass walking quickly on the street, you're just going to like go, yeah. go to the side and let him go through. They could easily do something no, like that. No, because there are like four chads at a college where they're like, <clears throat> no, oh, they, they yeah, have to pretend yeah, that right. you hit them with, hit the, the, with, the with the strength of a, a freight train. Yeah. Yeah, nah, it's, it, dude, the, that's the thing is whenever we talk about immersive stuff and then people like will say, oh, well, I still like cyberpunk. It was pretty immersive. And I'm like, you can't sit. You can't sit in the game. Dude, there are so many levels of immersiveness and we get so far down at some point that I'm like, you can't even use immersive anymore it, when you're talking about some games because they're so low. Like there's just nothing going on. There's no impact on the environment or on the world or the NPCs around you. Yeah, no just on Elder Scrolls all you want, what you're doing. which I will, but Elder Scrolls occasionally the characters will do stuff or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's not great. But then you have other games that when they do that extra step, like a gothic, you suddenly are like, oh my God, where's this been all my life? Like, you know, I guess they probably think it's not fun, right? I think it's fun. I think it makes so much, makes yeah. us so much more impactful man yeah. you know i don't know 
hey, all I of them it becomes a kind of mini mini challenge to sneak into their house and still steal their shit. Or in Gothic, <laughs> right? Are you Elix yeah. in Gothic? That's exactly what I'm saying. That's that's the challenge, right? When they notice you, you're like, haha, bitch, let's test this out. Where with Elder Scrolls, you just walk by. Hey. Or how many times have you like picked a lock in Elder Scrolls and a dude's right there? You're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> and they're, just, they're just standing there. And only when you open it, then everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? I did like, though, in, in Skyrim in particular, when you do get into somebody's house, if it's late at night and the doors are shut, they will come down a lot of times. And I would do that thing where, like in Whiterun, uh, you know, sneaking really close, you know, trying not to burn yourself in the fire and all that stuff. <laughs> DXS is more immersive than Cyberpunk. Dude piece of paper is i mean i'm sorry but not all <laughs> immersive is not cyberpunk that's just me cyberpunk has other things going for it but mm. i would not say cyberpunk and immersive yeah i, I guess same, it depends what you mean right because people I use mean, that immersive. word a lot right they're using yeah it but no no you're right but it, it gets thrown around as a yeah term. it gets thrown around it gets and thrown i think around. what i'm thinking of is like is the world dynamic or does it react to what you do in any way? And the, the answer is cyberpunk, yeah. right? That's one aspect that yeah. like cyberpunk, for example, there's none of that. Like yeah. you can't even see yourself in a reflection, which like, guys, come on. There's still fun to be had, but then there is. Oh, of course, of course. Deus Ex is a much better representation of cyberpunk than 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 cyberpunk will ever be. And those Deus Ex games are not the greatest. But I'm telling you right now, if you know, and including me, who was like, eh, I'm not a big fan of the. I, I, I there were three of them, and I can't remember which one. But I was like, I, I sort of like this one. I like two more than most. But these last two, I can't remember. I liked the piss filter one. I wasn't a big fan of. Um, Deus Ex Mankind Beyond Me, whatever divided. it's called, Mankind. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of that. But then Human Revolution, I think I like more. Yeah, because that was, the, it was slightly bigger. I think those are just better representations than Cyberpunk, which to me isn't a representation of Cyberpunk at all, really. I mean, it Aren't is... Those, those isometrics, uh, turn-based strategy games, what are they called? You're, you are, uh, the, or isometric turn-based. Uh, With the Netrunners and stuff. Oh, dude! Yeah, Shadowrun. You're you're yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, Shadowrun. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see how Cyberpunk DLC turns out. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Shadowrun's awesome. Shadowrun is yeah. Shadowrun's great. If you guys like Deus Ex style, uh, sorry. Uh, if you guys like Baldur's Gate, Pillars, those are good. Any thoughts on Alien Firestorm? Uh, I have heard good stuff about the Aliens game, and what I saw. Other than somebody mentioned, you know, like wonky animation. It's like it's a third person game. There's wonky animation and Outriders, Gears, whatever. But from what I have heard, that game is actually legit. We'll we'll have to see if it is or not. But I saw the IGN 20 minutes of it. Did you guys see that? The developers played Alien. It looked, I mean, dude, I loved, but I liked Zombie World War Z or whatever too. That World yeah. War Z game, I, dude, yeah, because you, me, and Takedown played that, didn't we? You mean, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think we all, because yep. mm -hmm. that's yep. a four, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? There was a rumor of a Vita. No, we're not even talking about Vita. Um, right. 
what is a piece of tech you're surprised hasn't been invented yet? This is from Andrew. Uh, what? What? How would that work? Well, we well, have I think he's about saying a there's a gap in where there's no tech in a particular gap of somewhere where he expects it. Um, right. Like you could say, like, I mean, sex robots. I am surprised well, sex robots aren't, aren't here yet. I mean, they're sort of. Go ahead. Are, are they working on I think China is working on that one, isn't it? Dude, China's so it's big, they're working oh, yeah, on they, everything. You could just they say are, they're they working on it. It doesn't yes. matter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is surprising we don't have any of those. When you look at what Boston Dynamics can do mm -hmm. with their... Have you guys seen the videos of like the dance, awesome. the gymnastics, yeah. robots and, the dog. and stuff? Yeah, you you would think that a robot that bangs is a lot easier than that. Just the Orifice 9000. <laughs> just called Holes and Slits 9000. I'm just saying it's... I'm, it's I'm not trying to be gross. I'm just saying it's dudes. Yeah. I, like Holes and Slits 9000 would sell... Like if I was a stockbroker and somebody said you could invest in Holes and Slits 9000, I'd be like, do it right now. Because that's just... That's money in the bank, man. <laughs> Right. Put some anime titties on that and it will sell like hot It doesn't cakes. even, I mean, not trying there to be gross. Apparently it is a thing. <laughs> Robot companion. Know. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I don't know if you even need boobs on it. I don't know. It can if, be even more basic than well, that. Well, people are so sexualized. I mean, DVD, all this kind of stuff, you know, all tech, most tech, that's where the success has come from is porn. So I, I would I would say that's I mean, I'm pretty surprised. I think a lot of it, though, has to do with people want companionship like those love hotels. You know, they're not called F.U.C.K. hotels because if they were <laughs> yeah. right, you'd know it's like you walk in, fall down on top of somebody, have sex, leave. They're not called that. They're called love hotels for the girlfriend experience, the GFE experience. Yeah. So I don't know if a sex maybe that's why sex robots have not been made is that well, or, or have not been as aggressively that's followed, that's right. that's that the one what website I just found right now is also uh -oh, concentrating girlfriend. on is also concentrating more on the social aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Oh, like talking. Yeah, they're yeah exactly yeah. talking AI robot. That's okay. what they're going for. Yeah, and I could see you know probably ten years I would assume this will happen, but you'll get the one that's got you know a good voice synthesizer. It asks you how you're doing. You know, like the yeah. things that people. You have a dog for, you know, some people like dogs for companionship. If my dog was a <laughs> robot, would I feel worse? No. And I don't mean that kind of companionship, if that's what you're thinking. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> no, sorry. I just oh. read that one sentence on the website. What Her skin that? feels real to touch with a body temperature of, 70, of 37 degrees Celsius once charged. <laughs> I think a that talking... Warmer. I yeah. think that talking is a big part because it's so clumsy it is. right now. It is. You're absolutely right. But if you watch something like the movie Her with Joaquin mm -hmm. Fen Phoenix, have you guys yeah. seen that? Yeah, I have. Scarlett Johansson is the, the voice for the, for the machine. Dude, I'm sold, right? If you're, if you're shipping like something that speaks like Scarlett Johansson, I'm in, yeah. right? Sign yeah. me up for the Kickstarter. I mean, I think that's the thing is that well, I know scientists worry about it. They worry that humans will, you know, less procreation because there's difficulty there and there's no challenge. You know, you almost would need AI, challenge AI. You would need a Dark Souls of sex robots 
to really matter, right? It would have to be like, you ain't getting me until you do this. And you're like, shit. And they're all, clean the house. And you're like, damn it. You know, I just want to bang. Make, make and you the, do chores but the, before... but the robot has got like this AI and it's like, nothing's happening until you clean the house. You're like, damn, man, this sucks. So it just depends. I, I, I think the social element's really cool for people who have difficulties, you know, engaging with other people, but I want them to also engage with other people too. The problem is, is if somebody trains to engage correctly with like a psychotherapist, it's, you know, my wife is this. So it's like, th this is one place I can speak from somewhat authority. It doesn't mean the other person they're speaking to has also done that. That's where the big problem comes in. People will be like, oh, this person has, you know, gone through therapy, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't mean if you go through therapy for some issue that's happened or something that you need fixed, doesn't mean that the person you're talking to isn't still a jackass. And that's why robots would be nice because, you know, you'd be able to say, I don't have to go out and hope the other person is cool. I think now also with COVID, dating must be weird. If anybody in the chat dates, during COVID, I'd like to know how, because what do you do? Do you like, is like Tinder now just called Tind? Like half your face is there? Like, hey, is it called eyes? Because that's all you're seeing is eyes. And you go to like a, a, a restaurant, you got a face mask on. To me, the face your is the most expressive Your restaurants are even part. open because ours have been closed all year so far. Yeah, yeah. I, do you guys, like, do you guys know any, do you and your friends date? Have they said anything? Like, is it different? Because it would seem so lack of expression. You know, no, you're like, we have no friends. We That's why we're first in line for the sex robot, Garrick. I, no, we, I don't have any friends who are dating right now. Are they all married now? So. Well, what, what, I, what I do know from like my circle of friends in London is that it's basically stopped. The, so all the people <sighs> that kind of were using Tinder or whatever it is, um, most of, at least my friends, uh, you know, the con conclusion is nobody's doing it because it isn't safe. Wow, that must be rough for somebody who's single, man. And if they were in that life uh, or, or trying to, that's rough. Danowin says she met, I don't know who she's talking about. Uh, I have a friend. Oh, she met somebody and now they're a couple. Cool. So oh no, I've person. been called out by Anonymous person. as well. I forgot to resub. Oh no. What's going on? Ban. Ban, just joking. It's Thank anyway, I, I, I wish you all luck. If you guys are out there trying to meet up with people and stuff like that, man, I wish you luck. It's rough. But let's talk about something that's not rough. No, it's actually a rough, bad segue. Because this was rough. People were freaking about it. The Elden Ring trailer. Did you guys see this? Yes, I did. No. It's the so, worst quality video I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Thank you, dude. The original video is a oh. 240p video. It's playing on the screen of some tablet that's yeah. being recorded by a shit, the shittiest camera you can get. It's so bad. And like, and then the audio's bad. And I mean, people yeah, were yeah. like, oh man, this is fucking, you know, it's, El and I'm just like, if that's, man, we're pretty, we're pretty hot for Elden Ring data, if that's what we're going on. But it is worse than any JPEG or GIF Dude. of like porn you've seen. It is yeah. so, it's just pixelated and crooked and off to the side. And you're like, looking at it like a gecko trying to figure out yeah it's just it ain't it, it's cool that people want it but man that it, you can't g garner anything from it other than i saw somebody say well it looks like skyrim and dark souls and i'm like well dark souls look like a better skyrim already like i i mean what i mean is i thought yeah some of the animations were better well than it Elder did Wars. have really cool so it had like some giant horse in it 
Yeah, had some giants. Horse. That looks really cool. I like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff when there's like some weird giants. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect for my we, Nokia. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we learned precious little in it. So Yeah, we learned precious little. What did what did people in the chat think? Were you excited for um the Elden Ring thumbnail that you saw that looked like it was moving? Uh, I will say you know, horses were pretty cool because I think that's one of the issues that everybody's had at times was like travel and stuff. Somebody said it looked colorful. Somebody says not really. Yes, no, yeah, no. Okay, well, <laughs> right? I, I mean, that's that's the like I don't even know how to draw a comparison to what we saw versus you know if we should even be maybe. Thanks, maybe. Thanks, sleeve. Who knows? Thanks, sleeve. Sleeve had to. In, inject the maybe i'm not sure about it being open world yeah true right because that's that's the story is that this is open world i don't know you guys you guys ready for a dark souls 4 we'll just call it that for now <laughs> Are you guys yeah, yeah yeah okay um i don't expect it at all in the near future yeah. maybe probably like late 2022 agreed agreed i think i think we'll be waiting and let's hope for the love of God that George R. R. Martin doesn't have to write a single line for he is, it. though, is Otherwise, he? I hope it's already written then. Oh. Because if we have to wait for him to write anything, it will be, you know. I have a question for you. You both watched Game of Thrones? Yeah. Yep. I, so uh, uh, I have heard that Game of Thrones is notoriously mostly better at the starting, which was George R. R. Martin's writing at the starting. And then they branched off and started changing stuff because, well, he wasn't done. And, you know, there was other yeah. things going on. Does that. Does that bode well for the like, would you want his writing in this or were you guys OK with the ending of Game of Thrones? And you were like, either I have not seen the last season of it. And apparently it was super terrible. So. Yeah, it's very noticeable because the show is very faithful to the original material, to the writing. So they actually say the same sentences oh, a lot of times. Oh, okay. That's so, cool. That's cool. Yeah. It, well, it's adapted for TV, right? But a yeah. lot of the sentences are like actually from the book. So mm-hmm. the writing, you know, there's a, a quality to it from a proper writer. Whereas, you know, the guys that make the show, they're, you know, they're good, but they don't have that. I don't know, panache, I guess. Yeah. Like that sort of cool um, aspect to it. And they were also tasked with the impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like, of, I, like I totally wrapping up that. a show like that where they only had some basic guidelines from George as to where things end up. And they need to go from A to B and make everything connect. And it was impossible. It, it wasn't done very well. And yeah, just kind of a clusterfuck in the end. I'm excited for it. I mean, excited as I can be. Like, whatever. It, like, it'll yeah. come out, it'll be good, or it won't. And there'll be something uh, else. I would, just to manage people's expectations, the influence of George in this game, my expectation is that it's like 2%. So what you actually get as a game will probably have very little from him, I, w- I would say. So Names, he probably theme, lore, right. overall, like, yeah. starting of the world, kind of, yeah. Yeah, Which was these also games... the interesting part of Game of Thrones, because you were trying to figure out yeah. when winter was, because you were like, what kind of world is this if winter lasts this long, but then doesn't? And I remember there were scientists trying to explain, like, where it would have to be in a world, in a in a solar system for it to make sense. So obviously there's some interest there. Yeah. 
probably more of the writing producer. What if uh, Attack on Titan, much like Game of Thrones, is having terrible finer arc? Isn't Attack on Titan that cartoon, though? Uh, excuse me, it's an anime. Oh, actually, <sighs> which, by the word, by the way, is an imported word. <laughs> true. <laughs> that means animation. <laughs> so we're just going in circles here. <laughs> <laughs> A cartoon anime. Uh, Chinese character. Uh, car Chinese cartoon character. Learn the difference. The difference of what? Chinese cartoon character. Learn the. You didn't put two th different things. Chinese cartoon character learn the difference. Dude, you got to put another thing in there for there to be a difference. What is your problem? Uh, cartoon. Adult cartoon. cartoon. Nice. As long as he does not get all the budget and the game suffers quality issues. Oh, true. For George R. R. Martin, they're, they're hoping he doesn't get all the money. I mean, I don't care if he gets whatever he gets paid. We have such a weird issue now where it's like, how dare you get paid for being successful? It's so weird yeah. lately. Yeah. It's like the moment... It's, I mean, I've even talked about it with other YouTubers. I'm like, just prepare because at some point you're going to get to a certain spot and people are going to be like, I don't want you to succeed anymore. You know, you've now, you're now no longer the common folk, bro. Yeah. Manga is the book. Yes. Right. Manga is the written, so yeah. like the, the comic book. Right yeah. Now. Like Japanese comic books, I guess. I right? watched that Wolf and Cub. Was that the one? Or Red Wolf and Cub. The, like with the. I think it was like a samurai with a kid on his back or something. Obviously, I didn't read it well because I don't remember even the main characters. So <laughs> don't know why I said it. There we go. Uh, let's see. What, do we, what else do we got? Before I wrap it up, peeps, let's, uh, we're a little early, actually. We're doing well. I, I'd like to know what you guys, um, if you guys have anything you want us to talk about. Henry Cavill doing a Mass Effect movie or TV. Saw that. Yep, that'll be interesting. But I want to know what you guys, uh, if you guys have any questions before we wrap it up. Is there anything else we have to talk about here? $70 games. Artifact 2.0 was canceled. Uh, PC ports we talked about. This has been a dead week. Is anybody doing anything cool? Yeah. In real life? Um, Either one of you guys doing anything cool? I, I'll be repainting this room. <laughs> That's the coolest I can offer. <laughs> are you repainting it so that you can stream? Or are you just repainting it? Like no, I've removed, I've removed a, a big cupboard from one of the walls, and now there's like a huge patch. Oh, that, that nasty patch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll bother you. That's for sure. What about you? What were you saying, Johnny? Uh, well, for, for me, like chess has been amazing. And I, I, yeah, I got like, like a streak of 10 wins this week, Ooh. which felt amazing. It kind of felt like, you know, in a game like Dark Souls, where you kind of you know, when you get better, all of a sudden, older enemies seem like a, a joke. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like that, where the dudes that were kicking my ass earlier, now I'm like, you know, dominating. I can like, I feel like a puppeteer, like, oh, I'm going to do this. And you have no other option but to do this. So, yeah, it's been exciting to climb there. You know, chess is chess is just a blast, dude. I mean, it's a blast yeah. in a weird way. I, 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 that's not the right word, but it, it is... If you have time, there's something very cool about chess when at some point somebody, you know, like the game does, if AI or whatever does something, you're like, I think I know what it might try to do. That's There's a cool part because chess is so busy and complex. When you get to even that minute point, it feels it feels good. You're like, like it feels like you've actually learned something, especially physical chess. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't worry too much about physical chess just because I don't really have anybody around me. 
play that. My wife is not going to play chess. Uh, Bearded Cyanide says, playing board games, and it's amazing. Are you doing board games physically, Cyanide, though? Or are you doing board games through, like, uh, Tabletop Sim? Because we can't really even do board games here. I mean, I could invite people over there, but they'd have to wait 14 days in some tube outside the fucking house. <laughs> right? My wife got the second shot, by the way. Rough. Any, uh, Rough. like, adverse reactions to it? Uh, not, not anything she didn't expect. Just feeling. Okay. Because the viral load they put on you is, like, three times higher because there's so many different things that they're worried about. Right. It's rough, man. She, I mean, I've never seen somebody sleep days. like that. Indio says, I got my shots. They were rough. Dude, I, I've never seen... So she sleeps a lot. Admittedly, I don't, so I have a weird idea of what a lot is. But... She woke up at six, decided not to go to work, and then like six that night woke up. It was weird. Like to me, that's, and then went to sleep at like, you know, nine that night and slept all through the night. Just fatigue like you cannot describe was what she said. Like soul crushing on your back fatigue. Um, but it's gone now. It took two or three days. Oh, and a headache. She, she, she definitely has had headaches from it. So I guess what you would say from if you get the flu, you know, some people have different responses to a normal flu. I usually, when I consider myself having the flu, it's when I puke. I don't know about you guys. I consider like a cold nose, throat, right? And yes. then flu for me is more when I have an upset stomach as well. It's been a long time. I should knock on wood because I hate that feeling. Are oh, you guys yeah. getting your shots? Or have you already got Soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. What are they oh, not it's doing? It's a shit show them? here. So I have Is no it? idea how many, any, how many more months I will have to wait. Oh, gotcha. Uh, was supposed to get my shots this month. They put it off. Yeah, I heard about that. Both were rough because I had COVID already. Apparently, that makes it worse. Plus, India plus, says. apparently, we we bought a lot of the shitty vaccine. Which one? The one that's like low percentage. The one that has like sixty percent effectiveness and the highest side effects. Ouch. Ouch, that's a rough one. I have to wait until June. AstraZeneca is what Silver said. Is that the one? Yeah, it could be. You know what, man? I say sh sh stay inside. Don't go out. Have the person come to you to give the shot. That's what I'd rather have. I don't want to go, you know. That's what I, I yeah. thought. Can't they set yeah, up a here, system here, here, where they uh, like drive in, around? In, I don't know. In the city, here they don't do that. There's two mass centers that do the shots, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's so, what it is here. You have to go to get the shot, which yeah, I, but, go, I go to the place where everybody might get you. Uh, dude, Uber jabs. Exactly. <laughs> Uber jabs. That's exactly location right. Location yeah, it's like, hey, let's going. collect everybody. And then they're like, and the second shot is when you really get your immunity. It's like, well, dude, yeah, yeah. why am I going to take the first shot with a bunch of other sick people, man? And then they're yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know if two masks work. I'm like, dude, you don't understand. I'm going to be in a hazmat gown. <laughs> I'm going to show up with the glass. I'm going to look like from Among Us, that the game. The Dark Souls special edition yeah, helmet. glass all around me. I'm, the bomber suits that they have in Iraq to like defuse bombs where you yeah, know, it's yeah. got the big outer shell. I'll look like a big daddy from, from Bioshock. Oh, dude. Um, ice cream truck should be mobile it should and they should throw the syringes out at full speed and you just have to put your butt out in the way so you have to stick your butt out put your butt out put a, your butt like out a shirt, butt shirt, shot. Shirt and, yeah and yeah. a dude's just like a really good shot you got to hire good shots because you don't want to be a dick about it because you might you know spine somebody and then somebody with a really good shot in like a fucking like jurassic park where they have like the gun with the clip this big and he just drives by and he's like put your kids out 
and just shoots everybody in the butt. And then that way, nobody has to worry about getting the flu. You may end up being paralyzed by one of those hitting you the in the whole spine. Street, but I mean, everybody with their butt out. With their butt out. <laughs> Do it, man. Oh, hip bone, hip bone. By the way, I have had a shot hit a nerve before. Oh, do you have to go, Johnny? No, I, I'm oh. I'm just like imitating oh, waving the situation. To the I Someone to, with I, the butt out to say hello to the neighbor. Like, hey. Yeah. So I got a steroid shot one time and they they didn't hit the butt cheek. They got a a nerve. And I gotta tell you, and that's something you don't want to have happen. So I maybe maybe I'm thinking maybe maybe my plan has a couple problems. Let me get the shot normally, and then the rest of you guys put your butt out on the street. Yeah, right. And then I can tease. I can tease everybody about it. Uh, let's see. That's how my street is most of the time. Oh, with butts out. <laughs> Indio always. Indio's the one who told me the TV show Shameless wasn't surprising. It was normal life, and I was like, "What life? Whose life? Whose life is like Shameless?" Unless you actually grew in, up in that it was place. Indio. Like yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. We had a long diet. I'm like, dude, I just don't get it. He's like, yeah, it's not that. It's, eh, eh, it's not a big thing. And I'm like, dude, like kids selling drugs out of their stalls and shit. And he's like, yeah, you know, pretty normal for me. I guess I grew up in a very safe area. Um, I had a more serious strain of COVID being unable to get out of bed for three weeks. And only the second shot gave me chills for a night. That's about it. Good for you. That's good. I don't know what that means, though. Ooh. I would rather be pepper sprayed once a day for a week than get COVID again. Yeah, the to me, the scariest thing would be loss of taste because a lot of people report, you know, they lose taste yeah. of food for like weeks. And I'm like, dude, that's one of the best pleasures in life. If you, if you take away like enjoying food, It's rough. Indio says, now that I've got my taste back, lots of food tastes different. Interesting. Start eating a bunch of vegetables. Not being able to taste coffee. You can't exactly. taste coffee anyway. What the fuck are you talking about? All coffee is the same. I'm sorry. I'm just Excuse repeating me. what you said Oof. last week when you said Oof. coffee wasn't the same. Oh, Them's yeah. Fighting that was words. Like... <laughs> to me, though, they're all just bitter nasty. I just don't like coffee, though. I have to put a bunch of sugar or cream and whatever I'm Fair, I just yeah, I don't yeah. like my dad would drink that black coffee that like stunk up the house. It's so bitter, it's like back in the neck. Oh yeah. Like your veins are stuff. all <laughs> Yeah, my dad would just be like getting ready to work at the fish plant at five AM, just <laughs> sipping that. And I remember one time tasting it and it was just Coffee's so thick that bitter. the spoon is just sticking oh, out of dude, it. Dude, it was so and no sugar <laughs> like I would do the sugar, right? Sugar to where it's on the bottom. You can scoop it out and eat it later. Like creamer, no, my dad no would just sugar, be like, "No cream, the, black coffee, and, let's and go." And like any military person will tell you, if they're in the military long enough, never wash a cup. That's like the big thing in the military. Like never wash somebody's cup because it, it, it's almost like they it gets seasoned, almost like an yeah, iron yeah, skillet. like a wok, like like, like a wok. Yeah, man, my yeah. dad one time we washed that cup and he was like, "What the fuck?" He was just so mad that we washed a cup. I'm like, I'm doing chores for once in my life. See, I just want to say if my mom and dad are watching, <laughs> the reason why I stopped doing work and stopped being a productive person in society is because you punished me for washing dad's cup when I was eight. It's all, I'm going to blame my parents for everything, just like everybody does now. Folgers Coffee. Uh, let's see. I've had permanent side effect from a vaccine because the one that I got gave, gave it aimed poorly and my left arm feels heavier now. Maybe it is heavier. Maybe he injected you with liquid metal and you're... 
you know, possibly it's the cyborg. mind control chips. They're heavy. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, if you put a single sugar molecule in my coffee, it's going down the drain. Okay. Well, thanks for the warning, man. I'll make sure to not show up you know at your what? house and it's, put that single. I'm grain happy of you gave us that. Yeah, wait, that do you guys like because... sugar? You guys also don't like sugar, though. I guess, right? Not in the coffee. Well, I, I no. like it, but I don't put it in. You put creamer in? No. Black so coffee. just black coffee. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the taste. It's one of those things like but people just like let's, the taste. Let's point this out. That's why you do believe different gen, different coffees do taste different because you're 100%. not affecting them with sugar. You well, are sure. I mean, if you put cream and sugar in, then they they're all going to taste the same. Taste yeah. identical. That's, That's why I tell point. everybody coffee all tastes the same because I'm not going to drink yeah. it without any additives. The way but you, if you enjoy guys, it, a big yeah. part of it is the sugar, right? So. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. I mean, my cereal would be so disgusting. I remember my babysitters <laughs> would see the the breakfast cereal and they'd be like, "Dude, you're gonna have diabetes." I was like, "Diabetes, whatever." Dude, it's that's just the be one sugar place just laced everywhere. I am trying to cut out like sugar from a yeah. lot of places. Bad for but you. the frosties. I don't know if you like frosties, but to me, the one. Are you talking about like, Wendy's without... frosties? No, the... cereal oh. probably. Oh, no, sorry. the cereal okay. the, with, oh, with okay. the frosted flakes, with the tiger. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah I love it. Like those. the one that has less sugar just doesn't taste as good, nah, man. It's not as and good. I, look, I know that's the point. That's the whole point. But that's the one place I don't compromise. I have, give myself have you, though, overcompromised to where all the other sugar you've removed has now been replaced by your breakfast? I don't think it's gotten Do you to eat that more stage. No? Okay. But okay. you know what? I'll, I'll be more self -critical. I don't know about you guys either. When it says a serving on the side of that fucking box, oh, yeah, the box is my shit. serving. It's like, that is bullshit. like two pieces of oh, that cereal. Oh, dude. My, I remember when people would come over to eat cereal, I'd be like, well, where's your cereal? Because this box is fucking mine. And like, I, dude, we have these Tupperware bowls. I don't know how many quarts or pints or gallons are in these things, but they're about that tall and that wide. And it would be filled all the way to the top with cereal. And then I pour the milk in and you push it down. You got to pour the milk in and push it down so that it at some point soaks up a little bit of the milk. And yeah. then you wobble it to wherever you're sitting and you eat it, which is yeah. also probably Dude, why that's I, the have, same I, with I had like some some chocolate bars or something. I don't know what what exactly it was, but there were two bars in that pack. And it said serving size was a third of one bar. Yeah, what? <laughs> That, that, that makes no sense. And when the wrapper doesn't to come a to a one third, put it back. Yeah, so you have two. You, you had you're supposed you had to two wrappers. One, yeah, put it in three pieces, and that's ah. all serving. Yeah, so that's, bullshit. that's bullshit. It's bullshit. And when when we're doing gaming and stuff, you know, it is a social event for me. Like, I'll have people come over on the weekend, and it's so bad. The 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 food, dude. The stuff we would eat. It's like, in fact, I'm surprised I'm not a hundred pounds right now because <laughs> they were coming over. And I, I've told you guys this before, but it was like easily half a gallon of ice cream, six or seven Pop-Tarts, fucking, and that's starting. Now, admittedly, I work out all the time. I'm always doing something. I'm very yeah. active, but come on. And then we don't do it. Nothing changes. I still have to work out just as hard. I'm like, come on, man. Just give me a little bit because the amount we would eat on weekends was ridiculous. I'm sure my body wasn't even taking it all in. It was like at some point. It was just a tunnel of pop tarts. I, I don't colon. know what the limit is, but there is some kind of limit where we, if you eat more within a day, it literally can't process it. Yeah, or or over time, it might get better at it. But that one day, and that's maybe what I was doing because it was like fasting almost in a way, you know.
Well, it wasn't fasting. I was eating. Yeah, it was because I don't eat much during the weekdays, but those weekends were rough. Yeah, so they can say it has only so many calories per serving. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why they do the little. Yeah, the servings are ridiculous. It's like, oh, it's only 150 calories per serving. Yeah, but then the serving is like. Yeah. That's why I love Jolt Cola when Jolt came out in America. It was like, double the sugar, bitch. Double the caffeine. Just right on the front. And I'm like, I get it. Like, that's okay. I can deal with that. It also tasted horrendous, though. Jolt Cola tasted like its name. It was so bad. And I sometimes wonder if that's why it was bad was because other manufacturers, they've got the number right. The sugar versus carbonation. You know what I mean? There's a taste there. Because, dude, it was bitter. Surge Cola is another one. It was bitter. It was like in the back of your throat. Oh, it was nasty. Our local brand was Jolly Cola. Jolly Cola sounds... It's questionable. Yeah. That's like Tab. We have something called Tab. It's the worst cola I've ever tasted in my life. It's bitter, chemical, and they still sell it. And I'm like... Somebody's dude, hard up for dude. some tab. The worst Coke I ever had was from our local supermarket. They have like their own brand. And it's just aspartame. <laughs> it's so like, bad. The drink. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so terrible. It's bitter, right? It's bitter. No, it, it's, it costs oh. like it costs like 15 cents for the whole bottle. Big bottle, not a small one. <laughs> Big bottle. And it's just it's pure, pure chem pure chemicals. It's yeah, just... pure chemical. Like I can taste the chemical in tab. So that was can, like, okay, it's, it's 15, 20 cents, whatever. I'll try it once. I just open it up, take one gulp. It was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that's out. That's out. Yeah. I remember one that's time out. I drank a squirt in the back of my dad's fucking truck that we would go logging in and had been in there like two years and the chrome had lost its color. And my brother was like, dude, I dare you to drink this. And that squirt was still better than a tab by like far. It was warm, had, it was flat. It tasted like metal still better than a tab tab is terrible i just don't know how they even sell anymore somebody here said tab is death in a can tasted a lot like pepsi from what i remember oh jolly i was gonna say tab doesn't we also have awesome brands like mountain mountain shouting mountain, mountain shouting nice okay what else do we have before we wrap this up do we have anything oh uh, questions in discord i think there were a couple let's do them sure <clears throat> so there was this one from Why Dino we missed last week. Um, he says, "Why do so many games just say 4K 60 FPS? So many developers just seem to focus in these terms of graphics." Um, so he says, "A game on low settings in 4K is just clear shit. Why don't yeah. they ever seem to touch the actual graphics settings on version upgrades, shadows, lighting, water, crowd density?" And I think they do for PC versions. This is mostly probably consoles. They tend probably. to not give you many options. But I mean, we have seen it, right? Where you're playing a game and you're like, what did they do? Did they just do, like, they didn't, you know, you maybe in the original had shit shadows that drew in really close and you see that in the port sometimes. And you're like, why didn't they spend time on that? I guess it's resources, you know, and then and then time to do the testing and verify. But yeah, it's, I mean, that's it's a legitimate problem, I think. Well... I mean, also, I don't know how you would advertise it. it 4K60, those are clear, simple terms that. Yeah. I mean, shadows on high. Oh. <laughs> and and <laughs> also, you say, say it's like we have smooth shadows yeah, with smooth 4K shadows. resolution or 8K resolution. Di less know. dithering. And you're like, what, I have what no would clue be what the bullet is? points? Yeah. Yeah, it all well, is it kind of goes PR, back right? to. 
goes back to the idea of a console that is you don't have to mess with settings. Yeah. And it's like it's there for you, right? And if you if you had to go in and tune settings to get 60 FPS or to get whatever resolution, a lot of people would have issues with that. So. You know what I wish, though? I do wish uh, you weren't allowed to put 60 or 30 or a frame rate unless you put C or U behind it, like a rating scale. So uncapped or capped. Or, sorry, uh, so 60 locked. So like an locked. L and then like a, 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 a C. So you would know it was capped at 60, which means it can somewhat get to it, or you know that it's, you know, it's like locked at 60 because this 4K yeah. 60 thing means nothing. In the title screen, <laughs> old games can get to 60. Like it just doesn't yeah. matter. So yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It do, that that's why whenever anybody tells me a video card, they'll be like, with this video card, you can hit 4K uh, 60 easy. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, what? Not on every game. What settings on what game? Which is goes back to, to why Dino's problem in the first place is like what settings is everybody even talking about? What else we got? This question from MJ, what's the difference between beta access, early access, and demos? <laughs> and why would a company choose one over the other? <laughs> Any I've no I mean, dude, do we even know anymore? Well, yeah, I mean, in practice, we can talk about the practical, like, in, what does it actually mean, right? And you, you would say early access is the system where for a year or two or three or whatever, or 10 you're or 20, crafting yeah. the game with close interaction with the people playing it. They're basically helping you balance the game, right? And, and like, get feedback from them. It's, it's like a long-term thing. Beta access is like you're going to release a game and you have for a short period, you give beta access to people to see if there are any like last minute issues that need to be hot fixed. That's my understanding. And demos tend to be just like more of a, a marketing thing to, or a way for people to experience your game and see if they like it before they buy it. So, you know, free demos and that kind of stuff that we see. I think it's screwed i mean you ne you never know what you're getting you just don't know yeah. you know and, and if, demo I, I was i was thinking like the beta access is usually something that's time limited and disappears again but then again so are some demos you have also time limited demos yeah true i mean i just the words don't mean anything and one of the reasons why is because people let i man i was so against early access when it first started i was just like dude this is the worst fucking idea and everybody's like, nah, it won't cause any problems. All it's caused is problems. It's just, that's all. And I get it. There's a couple games. Somebody be like, well, without early access, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But without early access, we might've got other games as well that might be as good or good or a different thing. Because you can't really say that they're exactly, it's not like a time dilation warp where everything would be replaced. I just feel that early access is a disaster as a word. It's to, it, it means nothing. It means nothing. And beta now means nothing. Crew 2 beta. Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. I played... Well, the, the, the Ubisoft betas no. a week before launch? Yeah. They're a week before launch. They're, they're lying. They're lying. And they're lying. It's not a beta. That's the game. It, that's a demo, by the way. Or it is a time you could say demo. that is early access to the final, which that requires more words. Remember when like, we first started this? And there was no early access because nothing was online. And then, you know, you start getting demos and then you start getting this, you start getting that. And it's just, it gets shadier and shadier. And there'll be another term, interim early 
uh, interim early association. There's and then Kickstarters well, came up and they're like, well, you can get yeah. Kickstarter access, but Kickstarter oh, access isn't the same as normal access. Kickstarter access gives you a special thing, and then the Kickstarters don't get that special thing, and then they get mad because the normal people get it. It's a disaster. What? Yep. Has that uh, happened to you? Because it's happened to me tons. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, uh, that Metroidvania one that was on oh, Kickstarter. Yeah. That that I, I got my my Kickstarter code like a month after it went on sale for everyone. <laughs> yeah, like what? I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It's just net, network uh, test is a nice. But but there. I mean, on the upside, they were so incompetent that they sent me two copies. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> thanks, peeps. <laughs> What else we got there, Johnny? Has the mat says, do you think the fall or being led astray of studios is inevitable when growth is exponential? The big ones that come to mind are uh, Bioware, Blizzard, and now CD Projekt Red. Do you think there is a way to subvert the downfall of a growing developer, or is this the unfortunate fall of, of most? He's applying growth in a way that some developers have, but we've seen other developers go for years and release great stuff every year, year on year and year. So yeah, if he's talking about like, does exponential growth instantly mean failure? No, but I would say your chances are higher because your sample rates higher. Your sample rate of everything from ideas are higher. Your, I mean, control is more difficult. Controlling everybody's vision of the game is difficult. You know, anybody who's worked studio software knows this, by the way, or, or sorry, uh, anybody who's worked software development knows this too. Like the idea when new people come in, sometimes you'll get that person who comes in who wants to change shit. And you're like, mm -hmm. guys, hold on. We've been doing this for like two years. And this guy over here wants to add some feature and it sounds small or it sounds like a thing, but it's like that would change everything about how we do, you know, our other stuff. It would, it would change the clients, the way the client experiences the software, what have you. All this kind of stuff changes the more people you get in. So, pre-incubation yeah. earliest access demo sample is what it should be called. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's hard to yeah, growing it's hard. to scale, but it can be done right. It's just hard. <laughs> well, I, I mean, think has... there's also the, the issue of if, if when you get big enough, you usually also start opening up for like investments. Yeah. Then you change. also get on board on board people who try to influence what you're doing. Um, you you choose maybe to focus more on always increasing year by year, yeah. which has its own set of problems instead of just saying, okay, that's where we are. We're happy with that size. We just keep going like that. It always has to be more, 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 and that's that's an issue that can really fuck you over. I, I mean, it's happened with me with YouTube. It's happened. It happened with Maddie. We were talking like you look at your numbers and if you're doing good numbers and then you're not instantly things change. Your attitude changes where in the past you were happy. You got one person. Then you get accustomed to one. Then you get 10. Now you're accustomed to 10. You get 100 a day. You're accustomed to that. You get 1000 a day. You're accustomed to that. And that'll destroy you. If you look back, it'll destroy you. It'll destroy everything that actually created you. And it's happened. It happens to everybody, not only just in business, but really anything in the world when the person who's moving one way is looking forward and now starts looking back and starts looking at yesterday's financials, starts looking at yesterday's whatever. In fact, I would say in a way, maybe CD Projekt Red's biggest problem was their biggest success, which was Witcher. They consistently wanted to figure out how to make a cyberpunk Witcher game, and instead mm. they made a shit game regardless. 
That happens, right? Because you look at it and you're like, how do we recreate this? And you're like, well, do you want to? Cyberpunk's a shooter. Has nothing to do with Witcher 3. Which is why everybody got mad at me when I was saying that there was no proof CD Projekt Red could make a good game other than Witcher games. There, at that time, yeah. there was no proof. And Well, and that not necessarily even in the plural. You mean, they oh, did yeah. Witcher 3. Because Witcher 1 and 2 were not. Witcher 1 was. I like 2, but Witcher 1 was rough, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then also you switch, and I think people open multiple companies in the same company, you know, that kind of thing. Like, we've had that. I mean, I'm sure you guys have, but you have multiple teams work on the same thing, and when the team meeting happens, you're like, you were thinking what? That's why Jira is a thing. Like, that's why, what's the other one? There's a couple of those, you know, production studio softwares that everybody can use. That's why those things became a thing, you know, so that you can track some of this and you can make sure that stuff can still go off track, though. Jesus. People always think like project management software fixes everything. It's like, dude, cut. dude, people read the wrong thing. I, yeah. I, I, we would have software guys be like, we did your blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, what the hell? And they read one word wrong, went off and, you know, made uh, something You're like, oh, yeah. no, this is not well, at all. Often what enough, meant. often enough, for sure. Yeah. So it, that's why people are still, you know, are, are, are still important. Um, a lot of people had left CD Projekt Red after Witcher 3. Yeah. I don't think that had anything to do with it. There is no excuses. Cyberpunk was made. And that's okay. They'll move on. I'm sure they'll be doing fine with their COG money or GOG or whatever. It's good old games. Well, also with their Cyberpunk money. I mean, it's still sold quite well. 13 million. Except it's not on the top 20, is it? Is it on that list? Actually, that I posted in Discord? I don't know if it's on the top 20 this, this month. Which, you know, I don't wish anybody... A lack of success so i mean hopefully they can get it turned around i don't know if that was on the top 20 man i mean if it is still and it's in this shape what do we what's that say about us a lot of people left uh oh no i read that wrong they were cyberpunk isn't on playstation true that but we're looking at the top which would include pc as well there's a lot of games that were on both that was on pc that were on the list so I guess if they're I guess if they're not on there, it's good. It's proof that you guys listened to the smart people who told you not to buy it. I'm just joking. What happened with Anthem is basically what you just described. Well, I described a lot of stuff. Man. Anthem, Avengers, Andromeda. Don't name your game with an A. That's all I'm saying. Just call it A. Just, just call it A. Don't, just don't use A at the starting. Just call it like... You know, Bandromeda. <laughs> it would have been better. <laughs> oh, my list wasn't for PlayStation downloads. My list was for uh, PC, uh, for total game sales, Silver. At least that's what I was posting. If it posted PlayStation in our Discord, sorry. I was trying to post the top 20 games in UK and United States for all systems. Maybe it was PlayStation. Maybe I got it wrong. I thought I had posted... Uh, Oh, someone else posted the PlayStation one. Anyway, that'll be it for us. By the way, we've got through this entire stream. I don't think we've had any glitches using the new software in the back end. Seems to be working good. We're in good shape. Zoom has saved us, I would say, multiple times. I think, right? Yes. Zoom is, Zoom yeah, is, it works Zoom is very the way well. it is. Zoom is, Zoom is the future, people. Zoom is the past Zoom's... in the future. Because it was the past, people had moved on. And then COVID happened. I bet you Zoom, somebody at Zoom somewhere when nobody is listening late at night whispers into an open fridge thank god for covid because that company yeah 
I mean, not to, that's a dark joke, but I'm just saying, I bet you, I mean, some of these companies, I don't think Zoom was even talked about. In fact, I remember at Google meetings and all those kind of things were being bandied around. Zoom was still out there, of course, and it was still one of the top ones, but um, Zoom has sort of shined a light, done pretty well for us. It's definitely helped. So I think that'd be it for us. I hope everybody has an awesome week. Johnny, what are you streaming? Yeah, so Bioshock, uh, once again, my first experience with it continues tomorrow. And uh, I also interview a guest. Uh, He's called Sam, aka Archimond, and he's also around in the Discord sometimes. So (laughs) I love when you said Sam, I thought you were just going to stop there and be like that. That would have been awesome. His name is Sam. Is a mysterious AI that I have invited to my Discord. <laughs> Interviewing an AI. <laughs> and yes. if, oh, dude, you should. You should interview. Just interview a random AI from online. Anyway, I want to say thanks to everybody. If you get a chance, check out the patron. But regardless of that, because I know every single one of you listening are either a patron or coming. So I don't even have to. We don't even have to go there. I know for a fact that's true. However, please review us on iTunes, right? You can't review on Spotify for whatever reason, but you can review on iTunes and it does help the channel. And if you are a person who just wants everything for free, basically you're pirating my good, you know, name as well as these guys and you're stealing all of our stuff. The one thing you could do is you could review us, right? Mm. I'm just, (laughs) I don't sell myself well. Have you noticed? I've always got, I can't just be like, Hey man, help us out. I gotta be like, help us out. You dumbass. Anyway, that's it for us. I hope all you guys have, thank you guys. Be average. Exactly. I hope you have an adequate, maybe somewhat absolutely adequate day. average weekend. A- average, a- average weekend overall. In fact, Very I hope good. something not horrible but slightly frustrating happens to you, so that next Friday when you come in, you're like, "Thank God for the ACG." Just the tip: International Blathercast Podcast. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye bye.